Once in a fortnight. I'm a child molester. You're fucking joking my ass, dude. Joe, Joe, Joe Diffie. You know, this lady was 90 and she'd be down on her knees. Watch this, motherfuckers. Let's go suck some toes. What up? Episode 18. We're back. Live in action. All three of us. Three best friends. <laughs> Together again. Back in studio in one room. Yay! Corey's here. I missed you guys. The turd is you, here. Corey. How does it feel to be back in the studio? It feels awesome to be back in the studio. Studio ho. I don't know much about this outside cold weather we're dealing with. I'd much rather be back in, in New Mexico. Uh, in Las Cruces, the crosses, which is Spanish for the crosses. In case you didn't know that, I think, um, I, think I, had, I tried listening. I think I shut it off after like the fourth time of you saying the crosses. I was just time filler, <laughs> <laughs> and it being sixty-six degrees, you said that a whole bunch. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard. Like <laughs> shout out to the thirty-some people who downloaded your solo episode that we didn't promote at all. They somehow still downloaded I'm it. I'm guessing that was like the one of the worst shows. Yeah, the subscribers. Yeah, I know, but I straight up said I put one tweet out because somebody asked, is it coming? And I go, alright everyone, it's coming. Don't download it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I did not promote it at all. I labeled it as Jazz and Blues, I think. You did. It was... That might have gotten us some new listeners. That's true. <laughs> this is some... Just totally misrepresent what it is. That was hard though, like... We could tell. Say that again. It was difficult. Um. <laughs> so I left. I left uh, Sanborn that morning, and and like I drink iced coffee at home or like cold brew coffee at home. And Chrissy doesn't touch it. I had just bought like the full liter or whatever of it. Yeah. And so I told her I'm just gonna take this along <laughs> because you know I was gonna be gone for two weeks and I didn't want it to go bad while I was gone. And I had that gone by the Iowa border, you know, so like... <laughs> so like an half, hour. A half gallon of coffee in like an hour. Um, and then all that resulted in was multiple bathroom breaks. Right. And then I, I stopped and got a Red Bull after that because I wanted to get Did my... Did you st- resort to the piss jug like most chuckers do? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I'm not afraid of rest drops, so... Yeah. Um, and plus it was opportunities for me to put stickers up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I was trying to get myself, like, I didn't want to get, like, coming back from New Orleans, shwasted on, like, energy drinks and caffeine, but I wanted to be, like, you know, keyed up a little bit because I thought it would maybe help me help me uh, get Just through that hour. Creative of, juices flowing. Right, right. Um, and really, they didn't. I mean, it was just, <laughs> like, I think it hindered because, like, by the time I was ready to, like, I'm like, okay, I got to do this. And uh, it was it was difficult. And I wanted to do it Sunday as opposed to Monday because I didn't want, like, my phone. Since I was doing it on my phone, I didn't want my phone to ring. Like, I figured less chance of somebody calling me on a Sunday afternoon than a Monday trying to do it. You mean work-wise or? Work, yeah, okay. especially. I was going to say, like, I, no one knows we're recording and I could get a call. I just threw it on do, no, do not disturb mode. Yeah. So, I mean, it. yeah, for those of you that listened to it, I'm sorry. I know it was awful. 
Um, hopefully, pretty vicious ripping on there too by you. <laughs> I'll say it again. I hope no, Tank, no, 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 I hope no, Tank no, gets no, an STD. No, not interested. <laughs> He's too stupid. Do to you figure. do you know Tank Tim? I've met him. Yeah. I lived with his little brother. Okay, for a little while. Andy? No, uh, the littlest one. What's his name? Jeremy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> sure. Is his, what's his middle name or what's his last name? Nelson. Is it Nelson? Okay, I think there's even like a littler one, like a half brother. Oh yeah, yeah, I think there is. His name is Jimmy. Okay. J- Jimmy Carter, I think is okay. James Carter. Okay. I think he works out with me at uh, the Baron Fabrication. You think shop. he works with you? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're kind of isolated, so I'm not sure if he still works there. How many people are employed at the place mm, you work at? Maybe like ten, fifteen. And you're not sure out of fifteen people if one person's there with you? Yeah, it's like different buildings. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um. And I never really interact with him. But I think his name is James Carter. But they call him Jimmy Carter. But then he's always like screwing stuff up. And they're always like, Jesus Christ. So now they just call him Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's mean. I mean, uh, it's funny though. To Andy's defense, we were on a, like, so I don't see my coworkers very often at all. You know, a couple, once, twice a year. And we had a conference call. And they called on this one lady to start speaking, and I had, like, no, I, like, didn't recognize the name, nothing, and I texted, like, one of my, like, guys that I get along with better, and I'm like, who the F is this talking? And he's like, oh, that's so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, who the hell is she? He's like, oh, she's been here for, like, six months, <laughs> and I'm like, no clue, no clue who she was. <laughs> so, it happens. Oh, yeah, we're a small company, too. We have four locations, all very close, and we work with each other. I purposely don't learn someone's name until like the six month that they've been there because we just people come and go so quick. Yeah. High turnover. Oh my god, it's insane. And that's the thing. I don't even know if Jimmy Carter still works there or not. Yeah, he made a good president, from what I heard. I wasn't. <laughs> I don't alive. think he was very good. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't alive. You were alive, weren't you? Not with Jimmy Carter. No. Yeah, he was president until 1980. Oh yeah, he was. Was he? So yeah. I was alive. No, I was too young to remember. Yes, definitely too young to remember. But you were alive. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. Or you know. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so that was my, my two-hour show, was or one-hour show. Yeah. Two hours would have been awful. You attention whore, you're like, <laughs> you're texting us, I'm going to do all those eight-hour-plus drives. I'm going to do an hour show every time. I'm like, you want to do this now. <laughs> it's not a punishment for you. Well, I think if I had done, like, the things that I told you, like, what I had planned on doing, I think it would have been... Right. Like, I was how secretly... Come you, how come you abandoned your plans? Uh, of like going with like a couple topics to discuss, and then you you told us what your topic was, but you totally abandoned it. Why? Um, more for the fact that like in my like caffeine kind of like worked up a little bit. I wasn't so sure that I remembered the details clear enough without being able to like read them. And since I was driving, I didn't feel safe like. Having the Wikipedia page up, you know. So what I mean? was was oh, it? Hard copy. It dude. wasn't going to be totally just like off the cuff. It was like stuff you had to have known researched wise, right? And created a whole story around, right? So you didn't want to screw it up. I didn't want to screw it up and be called an idiot, right, you guys? I remember. Well, we're going to do gonna it regardless. Do it, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I remember like look that what week, you did. <laughs> I was down at the first like during the first games. I remember that I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And I started thinking about like, okay, what am I going to do this show about? You know, I started outlining it in my head, and then I'm like, at the Sunday night game rolls around. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> 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 like, don't got to do that. 
So I picked up some beer and brought it back for you fellas. Yes. Um, we're Muchos drink- gracias for the crosses. Drinking one tonight, yeah, from the from the crosses. I um, like the can. Um, this, uh, the graphic they have on it with the, it's like a, kind of like an orange infused IPA, right? It is, yeah. And they got three dudes, like mafia looking dudes. I think they're supposed to be members of a ska band. Because oh, it's yeah. Ska, ska, brewing. ska brewing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, I see that now. I mean, they're kind of in suits like in uh, Reservoir Mighty, Mighty Dogs. Mighty sort of, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah, ska, sure. ska Brewing. Okay, very so, cool. the beer is called Modus. You picked this up where? This one I picked up in Las Cruces. It's from but Colorado. Wh- where is it from, yeah? But it's from Colorado. Dura- it's, Durango, okay. Yep, Durango, Colorado. Um, I'm actually really down with this one, too. I've been drinking it already. 6.8% uh, alcohol by volume. And, uh, yeah, there is nothing really, no big can read to do on this one, I guess. Props for them for doing that. India Pale Ale dry hopped with Mandrina, Bavaria hops, and brewed with orange peels. Lip up, fatty. <laughs> Interesting. What the fuck? <laughs> She's not a fatty. Then it shows some kind of Ska dancer who is a skeleton? Uh, Ska needs to come back. Ska um, was awesome. Kissing a girl. Like a pinup girl. Who's not a fatty? So it's like a, it's like a skeleton in a scat suit. <laughs> what? Not a scat. <laughs> That's a very different suit. That's a brown suit. <laughs> do you drink this on Scatter Day? <laughs> you do. I don't. That was <laughs> zoot suit. I I was. Reading. I don't know where I'm from. <laughs> well, I <Corey> was Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking and reading ska brewing at the same time. Oh yeah, because so, you know there's a T in brewing. I know, but I was thinking zoot suit, uh, but scat. <laughs> okay, thank you. Came First up. ten minutes, listen, got it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I do agree with you on ska. Ska was like my favorite genre of music when I was. I think a, it needs a teenager. To, it needs to make like a comeback. The way that, um, what was that techno music? Like Skrillex was a... Um, dubstep. Dubstep was popular for like two years. Then Ska could have a nice two-year run every 20 years. I what's, think. Your, oh, for sure. what's your favorite Ska song? Um, probably Real Big Fish is... Um, yeah. Sell Out. Yeah, Sell Out. There's, that was, I mean, that was a good, that was their most famous song, but not, maybe necessarily the best song. Um, I don't know, I like... Pretty much all the hits from the Mighty Mighty Bostones. Yeah, like, they're really good. Um, Goldfinger. Yes. Just put out a new record oh, really? that they recorded like 15 years ago. So it sounds like it's old and it's all new. It's really good. It's called The Knife. I think it's on Epitaph Records. I jammed out to that a lot this year. So to answer your question, Real Big Fish sell out. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> That's what I put as my favorite song when I was a... High school homecoming attendant in the 10th grade. Nice. That was my favorite song. Ooh, nice. Interesting. I like that. Y'all gonna go to the records, though. Man, just, you know, Less Than Jake had some good ones, they too. They did. Yeah, Scott's cool. It is. I think it should come back, and I don't know why. You remember the 90s when swing music was popular for, like, a year? It happened. God, yeah. That was weird. I never got on board with that. 
Remember, like, even Gap had, like, the whole right. campaign based around it? They really it. pushed it. Gap kept it alive. I think it was probably dying, and then they're, like... People were giving, like, swing dance lessons. Yes. It was, like, a thing. That was the, like, then you really gotta jump a jive and, and get What's it that? away. What's that? The Brian Setzer Orchestra? I'm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's the one I can remember, but, like, because yeah, I was too that. young, you know. Was but, Mamba Number no. 5 was kind of a swing song, too, wasn't it? Mm, like, that was a novelty I song. I think it was called... I think it's a Mambo. Oh, Yeah. That might be in the fifth harmony <laughs> with a little bit of Rita. Ah. Um, but <laughs> what are we classifying the squirrel nut zippers? Did you get into them at all? I really like them, their music. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, I mean, I've They're heard like of them and like heard jazzy. a little bit of their stuff, but I wasn't like... I dug that one. I wasn't like going to the shows. I might just call them jazz. Jazz fusion? They were, little, they were a little nutty. Well, too nutty for my taste. All right, so I lost a few months ago, probably at this point. And it's been a while. I, I'm, I don't want to be a welcher. It's just I want you here in studio when we're doing this, and I don't want to film it to show you that I did it, but I dumped some of this shit out. And if you want to take a small sample to no, show that it's you. real, because I did dump it before you got here. <laughs> no, thank you. It's um, Okay, so I have to eat a pretty good portion of this Hellfire hot sauce, pure hell. Um, it's got three of the world's hottest peppers in it, and it burns like shit, and anyone who says they like this is lying to you, because it makes me sweaty when I eat it. And my chips are stale, because I bought them like a month ago, <laughs> when we were going to originally do this, so that doesn't help. I'm going to be sitting here off mic, just chomping down, I, mean, I just want to get rid of this thing. So How much of that are you going to eat? Oh, I see. It's it's a good amount, it's like yeah. a spoonful. Um, one little tiny peck is like good enough for me. Like, yeah, I mean that's plenty. I, I just couldn't see it from yeah. where I'm sitting. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to look at it, I don't know. No. We did never rate the beer. Oh. I don't know if we care about doing oh. that or not. Yeah. Uh, as far as like citrusy IPAs go, the ones that put orange peels in it, I've found that I really don't enjoy at all. I'd say this is an eight and a half though. They somehow wow. figured it out. They figured it out. It tastes really good. It doesn't taste like... Maybe it's like the Minnesota companies that do orange peels. That might have something to do with it. Yeah. If I went into a liquor... Do you think the orange peel is the floaty shit? Is that what's in Todd, too? a good possibility, I suppose. So this one has a whole bunch of floaty shit just like the Todd Todd did. did. It's a good possibility. If I went into a liquor store and saw this on the shelf, like, I would buy this again, for sure. Um, I think it's a very good beer. Um... I mean, it's obvious. It's better than some of the ones I have regular, I buy every week. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think it's a good beer. I don't, you know, it's it's not a, it's not a spirit foul or anything like that, but it's, it's, you know, it's good. Um, I think I would give it a 8.1. No, fuck you. You guys are coming in high. I think it's, it's decent. Well, look at our location, our but geographical just, location and what we have access to. It's not, it's not turning me off, but it's nothing... Amazing or groundbreaking. I mean, eight point one is like a B. No, but I look at it on like a one to ten scale. Is like five is average. You know? Yeah. Like the grading scale is like five to ten. That's how we're all looking at that scale. So what you're saying is that we need to like fine tune our grading scale and get all kind of all of us get on the same page. I mean. I, I I like drinking craft beers and I enjoy them. I will not be a beer snob that talks about his beer like it's wine. I'm not going to go into that much detail like you're saying. I will. Okay, that's fine. We need somebody like that. 
See, see, and I like, talking I about, like it. It's good. Eight. Fuck it. Good enough. <laughs> so the I'm talking about what a scale means. Right. The way I look at it, like to me, a five is something like. Um, I mean, if a five is an F, that's completely different than a five being completely average. Right. To me, a five is like I'd go into the liquor store and I would buy it before I bought like a Coors Light or a Bud Light. You know, I mean, I would buy it again. Yep. Anything less than a five, I'd probably not buy it again. I had some IPAs from Horny Goat Brewing Company. I would say they were fours, you know. Right. I hated them. I would rather have a McOlden Light than these shitty IPAs from from Horny Goat. Right. The Horny Goat is bad. All around, I think. It is. <clears throat> I like talking Sorry, shit about Horny them. Goat, but... I didn't, yeah. Anyway, so with that scale in mind, I'm going to give this a 7.2. That's a f- Based on what's your criteria then? That for- five is a completely no, no, average I, beer. I understand, but what's like? Give me some more examples of what are some higher end IPAs then? Like what's a what's an eight in your book? Oh jeez, put me on the spot. Is like Spirit a, Fall like is that a nine? I think we rated it. I think I put that I at, at like a nine point two or something like that. It was really good. That's really high up there for me. Uh, like a Mad Butcher for me is around like an eight point one ish. That's what I bought to session tonight, so right. out the fridge. I mean, I, I love it. It's really good. And that's anything in my eights, you're getting pretty high praise there. Sevens, I mean, sevens is like, yep, totally drinkable. Love it. No, not bad. But oh, Tim is dying over there. Yeah, that hot sauce looks terrible. Like, we're not even going to be able, like, you're going to be out of commission for the rest of the podcast. Exactly. My point how proven. Much, how much of it did you eat? good chunk of it you can be done <laughs> thank you um that what you had poured in the bowl was probably like three times four times more than what i would have expected you to have in the first place i i would say your debt is paid Ooh, that was Ooh, fun that was pretty um can Tim, we get one of the interns over there to take that empty glass and fill it with water from the bathroom you, sink you need milk not water do you have milk no <laughs> Cream, any ice cream? So Thank is, you for that. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite beer, Andy? Like, like, would you say that Spirit follows your like? It's definitely up there. It's definitely changed over the years. Um, like yeah. back in the day, uh, Bell's has a um, Hop Slam. Yeah, that was my favorite. There is a brewery called Avery out of Colorado that does a Maharaja. Um. That was my favorite for a while, but I think my tastes have just like kind of continually evolved. So it's hard like pinpointing like this is my favorite one. Right, like I drink beers now that like three years ago I thought this is the greatest, and I'm right. like, this is just it's okay. So so, somebody keeps texting Tim over there. No, it's um, or is it the computer? Yeah, it's telling me to install an update. I thought it was so your fault. So I think if like beer flavor profiles have continued to evolve, like your taste just kind of goes naturally yeah. as well. Because this last, like usually every year I'd go back because Hop Slam's only released like once a year. So I'd, every January I go buy a six pack of Hop Slam. And this last year, finally I was like, you know what? This is just kind of like whatever. Like I mean, it's good, but it's not like oh my god, this is a nine plus beer for me. It's more like a seven point eight or something like that. I'm not sure how I feel about Maharaja. I haven't had that one in a while. But, like, the hazier, juicier IPAs that are coming along are upping the ante in my taste profile nowadays. Spirit Fall is really good. Um, I'm 
having trouble thinking of other ones off the top of my head. The more I've thought of that spirit fall, the more it. I think it's it's, so it's become my number one. I think it surpassed the extra citra for me. Um, we sto- extra citra is now available year round, correct? Yep, right. <coughs> we stopped into West Flanders Tap House in Boulder. Yeah. Over the weekend, and they had a uh, intern. What was the name of that citra beer they had? Wild Citra. Why? Yeah. So they had a beer called Wild Citra that I was like all about trying, but they were out. Well, I was mm, kind of bummed, but they, sucks. you know, they had the name there. So I ended up doing a dark chocolate stout, mm. which was Man. very different from what you went in for. Right. Right. Well, no, I went in for the dark chocolate stout because I they had like the sign for it outside, and I'm like, oh, I want to try that. And then when I went in, and then I saw the sign for the for the Citra one, and couldn't have it. And they only had ended up having one. IPA on tap, and you had it, didn't you? No. She's that's working. a no. Yeah, that's and that's the no. thing. IPAs are pretty ubiquitous these days, and for good reason because they're fucking delicious. Well, like, that, and I think a lot of times when a uh, brewery opens up in a smaller area, they hire a guy to come help them out and get them started with recipes. A lot mm-hmm. of times, and they give them the same recipe. So, like, I've noticed some beers from around here taste the same, like sixty miles away, and they say they're all completely different, but. Yeah, it's, it's the same it's exact the same. beer, just yep. branded differently. Right. Um, you doing okay over there, Tim? My tongue is. Yeah, you look fire. like you're hurting. Uh, the tongue you is really on fire. Do. I mean, I'm good, but I'm fine. Don't worry about it. But like every brewery I go to in Minneapolis generally has at least three IPAs on tap. Like we went to one this weekend, it had three IPAs and three pale ales. So like six in that genre yep. on tap of their probably, they probably had 12. So it was probably like half of their. Um, I had two, and they're both really good. Uh, they had a juicy IPA. We went, and they to, called it. It was all a dream. We also went to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really I, clever. I like that. We went to it's like a Bob's Burger uh, in downtown, in the lower downtown. Lodo, Denver is like Lodo. Yeah, is like a big deal. Um, oh, you guys are all just Denver folks now. Denver yeah. locals. <laughs> We went to a place called uh, Jack's Fish and Oyster House or something to, along those lines. Fucking love that place. And uh, <laughs> so funny story about it in there that I'll get to, but I went in and, and just told the bartender that, I'm like, just give me any IP you have on tap. It was busy. The taps were, like, way down from me, so I couldn't see them. I, and wh- he brought me one, and I I asked him what it was, and now I have no idea what it was, but it was it was delicious. It was phenomenal. It's the beer you're going to be chasing the rest of your life. Yep, yep. What was it? But So we're sitting there um, in this place and kind of making small talk with the bartender, and, and he asked where we were from, and I said that I was from Minnesota, and the guy sitting next to me made a comment about, um, I suppose you're going to have a walleye, let's suppose you're looking for a walleye sandwich. And I thought, that's fucking random, but... <laughs> I said, no, I probably don't eat as many walleye sandwiches as I should, you know, being from Minnesota. And he's like, well, what part of Minnesota are you from? And I'm like, I'm like, a small town. I'm like, never. He's like, why don't you try me? I'm like, well, I'm from Springfield. He's like, oh, I was born and raised in Mankato. So, like, random guy that I ended up sitting next to in a bar uh, learned to ski at Mount Cato and is now like a big ski instructor at a ski lodge in Aspen out there. Crazy. He's like, it was the next day. It was his seventieth birthday. So. Oh, okay. That's not what I was picturing. Yeah. So you don't you don't know him. I'm no, talking. I was gonna just blurt out like, oh, young 
hot ski instructor you were saying. No. Oh my no. God, was his name Blair? No, his name was Lee, and he, he <laughs> had he had a earring and like slicked back hair. And, oh, I'm wondering like there's a there's like a specific age of like dudes who didn't let it go. Yeah, he definitely he had like the. <laughs> but he was too old to get it when it was cool. If he's seventy, roughly. Yeah, but he he was obviously like. He got it before it was cool. He had a real 80s type of, like, vibe to him. So he's, like, probably a gaper on the hill. Like, Do you know what that is? No. That's, like, um, gapers are, like, they're stuck in the 80s. They wear, like, Columbia jackets that are, like, bright pink and bright green. And yeah, this is that was definitely his style, I would imagine. They have gaper day at the hill sometimes he, where you, like, go to a thrift store and everyone dresses up like it's the 80s. <laughs> he um, definitely, like, spent, like, you could tell from his, like, face... Spent way too much time in his life, either in a tanning bed or in the sun. It's probably the sun. Um, I mean, you do get uh, actual right. sunburn. That's what I mean. Like, like or winter, ski- I mean. Out skiing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an awesome guy, though. But he was telling me that he started skiing back at Mount Cato in the 50s. Interesting, because they're having their 40-year anniversary this year. Well, <laughs> it must have been owned by somebody else that, and not that, called Mount Cato. That's where I'm getting at. Yeah. He was or he just went up on that hill by himself and just was like, I'm no, going down. No, yeah. <laughs> I brought snowshoes for the way up. <laughs> so he, he was telling me that it was owned by a family, uh, ironically called the Andersons, and he said, you know, he was telling me, like, his mom would drop him off. and Why is that ironic? Well, I guess not ironic, it's but a Minnesotan because name. it's a Minnesotan name, oh, okay. so not really ironic. But and then they started Anderson Windows. <laughs> but he was telling me that you know, <laughs> the, the whole story, you know, about oh, my mom would drop me off with a nickel, and I could get a barbecue and one of Mrs. Anderson's homemade chocolate chip cookies or whatever. No wonder they had to sell and a, and a ski. A well, so he was telling me the reason that they had to sell was they had the rope pull before they had the ski lift. They actually had like the Which rope pull. They out. should bring back yes and. A girl got her hair stuck in it, and it, like, scalped her. Hey. Oh, shit. So lawsuit. then because of, like, lawsuits and everything, the Anderson family went broke and had to sell it in the mid-'70s, and then it became Mount Cato. <laughs> I mean, ins- I think lawsuits out there are pretty prevalent. Their insurance has got to be pretty big. I'd imagine. I've heard stories, like, recently, like, like when I was in college, you'd go on, like, their Facebook page, and comments would kept getting deleted. So I just started, like, one day, I'm like, refresh, refresh, what's happening? And they keep getting deleted. It sounds like I could piece it together. A kid died at the park that year because it was warm out, and he hit a rail, and he fell off of it like you normally do. Like, you just slide off, and you didn't make it all the way across. But the rail fell on him, and he was, like, a seven- or eight-year-old kid. That's... That's terrible. Sketchy. And it kept getting, like, everything kept getting deleted. Every time like, somebody referenced it on yeah. Facebook or something, it got deleted. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So imagine they was the year, like, I had a season pass, and I was like, I was just at the hill that day. I'm like, yeah, it is pretty slushy out there. I would assume, you know, rails wouldn't be standing as firmly as they normally are, because that's all they do is pack them into the snow. That's what was be my question. So they're not, like, mounted into the ground. They're no. just packed into the snow. Because they need to reset the park every night, or they should. A good park crew would. Right. They, you know, you know, groom the jumps. They don't really do jumps again. They, you know, they'll fix them, but they won't. But they'll destroy the landing pad and everything and just reshape it and all that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and then they'll plant the rail back in. It's got long legs that get buried, and then they just push snow against it. Like, a lot of times you'll see the rails have plywood bolted onto the side. That's so you can pack snow I gotcha. on the sides of it. That keeps it stable. And boxes, doesn't really matter. You know what a box is, is like this wide or whatever already they'll stick some two by fours underneath it for extra balance 
And then just bury it with snow. Interesting. Not really. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I thought that those things, I guess, what you're saying, the way you describe it makes sense. I had never thought about it, but if you had asked me, you know, 10 minutes ago, I would have said they were built into the ground. Otherwise, in the summertime, you'd go there and you would see these really tall things, you know. I'm never there in the summertime. I just mean, like, you would just you'd, right. you'd yeah. think about it and you would see, like, because they, they're laying on the side. Well, normally, if you were, if they're really going to be planted into the ground, they'd have to be super tall because you put, like, a 30-inch base down before you, you know, there's, like, 30 inches of snow at all times. Yeah. Snowboarding's fun. <laughs> I like that like, idea of a nickel to go though back in the 50s. Well, yeah. That'd be badass cuz would we just spend like like 100 bucks on a six pack mm. of lift tickets for uh snow tubing for all the nieces and nephews bir- uh, Christmas present? Spoiler alert. <laughs> I just looked up a, a nickel inflation-wise in 1955 to now. How and much do you think a nickel is worth? I would say a nickel now is the equivalent of like I would guess about $17. I was actually going to say $17 as well. So You're I'll way like, off, though, I bet. You are. Yeah. It's like 46 cents. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 19, that's good to know because... I mean, which sorry. is almost 10 times. Okay. At work, I did a bet with my coworker. I said Puerto Rico is going to be a state in the next 20 years. We're going to have it as... We're going to adopt it as the 51st state or the 52nd, maybe, at that point, you know. And he says, no way. We put $200 on it with inflation, so that makes me happy. If I lose, I might owe him like $210 at that rate. <laughs> I'm like, God, what's 200 bucks going to be like in 20 years? <laughs> well, if a nickel went up almost 10 times in 50 years, then... But really, it's like six, 60 years. 60 years, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Could be 250 bucks. Megan, can... Do you have... Nope, okay. Mm. She's not funding your bad gambling habits. (laughs) I don't know. I think that's a good one because the next week the paper put out one of the local papers that we have in the break room did one of those questionnaires. Um, What do you think? You mean you don't know if it was the Springfield Advance Press or the Springfield Star Tribune? It was not Springfield. Oh. (laughs) Because it was news. It was a paper that had news. One of the local papers. It was Redwood or New Ulm. Okay, and Springfield paper... Okay, side note. Springfield paper does not have news in it. Have you ever noticed that? There's no news stories in it. It's just, like, all, like, fun, like, you know, the end-of-the-night newscast, like, this squirrel likes to water ski. It's always, like, Jane really likes her garden, and Bill likes his truck, and he has a truck. Does the Springfield paper do, like, the township news? Where, like, so-and-so, Bill and Claire went to Lois and Fred's house... For brownies after church on Sunday. They do that for yes. the nursing home. And on t- another thing they do is every story that they report on, like, the kids had a party at the community center. They will list everything that they <laughs> ate. Yeah. Hot dogs, punch, and cookies were served. That's because the reason I asked... The old ladies playing cards enjoyed a light meal of bars and, and spaghetti. When Sanborn used to have their own paper, they would have, like, the Charlestown Township News. And it would literally be like, who went to whose funeral and who went to whose house for dinner that oh, week? Shit. They got funeral attendance counts. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. Thirty-seven people showed up for Clarice's funeral. Well, on um, even worse, Comfrey. The Comfrey Times is like a four-page newspaper. They do Garden of the Week on the front page in the summertime. <laughs> How many gardens can is there it, be? Is it a color well, it's photo? Comfrey, so it's so you only got to cover... No, God, no. <laughs> you only got to cover the summertime 
So, I mean, you only got to have 12 gardens. <laughs> yeah. Local media. Love it. Yep. But how how is that possible when, like, New Alm has such a good paper because they subscribe to the AP, so almost there's no original writers in the New Alm paper, but it gets you the news and the local sports. They cover Springfield sports better because it comes out every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The New Alm paper is... How are them stale chips, Andy? They're stale as hell, but they... Did you try some of the... Just a little bit. Did you try some of it? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yep, just oh. a little bit. Pretty hot, huh? It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I tried some about a month ago and I will, hot. I'm, hot. I'm good. It is uh, spicy as oh, you had some too that night. I remember that. It was uh, Black Wednesday. I don't remember. I had lots don't of, remember anything about Black Wednesday. I had lots of spicy stuff the last two weeks, so I'm good. That was um, that that was the night we got this. That's just a fucking joke. <laughs> Andy makes the best button bars. He does. He's my favorite. Um, <laughs> as he crunches chips into the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What? Sorry, guys. It's all right. <laughs> Certainly not. That's going to be my favorite one of all time. Um, <laughs> that one, I'd actually, Dippy. that was one of your guys' first episodes, and I had never seen that clip before, so. Really? That's Thank good. you, Pilsner Podcast, for introducing me to that clip. I love that lady. She is exactly how you think. Did have you look you her se- up? Have you oh, seen yes, the I video? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, <laughs> I love the too. I love the lie. She's like talking about. She's like, well, I was at my beach house. Well, <laughs> it, w- it was three blocks from the beach. If we're being honest, you know, <laughs> <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> That's funny. You dig that out at work every now and then. You just go like, hey, can you run this load? <laughs> certainly the, not. Gotta take it to the limit. Take it to the limit. <laughs> Let's see if I have. Oh, I got something safe from August. Nope. I had a audio that I wanted you to play. Let me see if I can find it again. I hope it's okay that I open this one. Yeah, that's Is this fine. one for a review or for... Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it's for you guys to, to enjoy. <laughs> it's definitely for you two to enjoy. We can talk about it a little bit. You guys can tell me what you think. Um, yeah! I bought that and kept it in my fridge in New Mexico. Um, basically bought it because I thought the can was really cool looking. My yeah. tongue is uh we're in we're in full okay mode now. You're you're surviving? Yeah, that was a lot of salsa. That or hot sauce. Anyone who thinks that's like, oh it's good, I put it on it no. no that you is some never. of the worst stuff ever. It's just like to be like as a prank gift. And I that's think. not even it's like chunky like a salsa. That's why I keep calling it salsa. Because it, it is like a salsa. It says hot sauce on it officially. It's not a hot sauce. I would hot take, sauce is like a runny and like I don't mind like cayenne pepper a little bit. But if you do too much, like on your stir fry, it's or your fajitas, it is too much. And cayenne pepper is pretty hot. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like this. Like I could do maybe a drop of it into my whatever I'm making. I enjoy hot, but it's got to have some flavor as well. It can't just right. hurt you, right? Like if it's like if like, it's hot just to make your asshole burn on its way out, they're, they're, that's not enjoyable. Mango habanero. So, sauce at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. I will get that a small part of it if I also get a large amount of an easy neutral color, you know, yep. or flavor. Like, give me a snack size of mango habanero and a, like, whatever the biggest size is of honey barbecue. And I'll just, I'll tempt myself. Just keep going, keep going. I start sweating if I eat, like, three in a row. It is crazy. Design a website you want with no creative 
What's going on? We got a lot of guys reading things here. I was gonna, I was find, want to find some audio of a funny story that I found. Okay, well, we should save, so let's okay. just take a quick five. We can- gonna come back because we did <laughs> i think they were worried could you tell by the amount of time left on your podcast now because maybe next time i'll fill that with silence <laughs> that'd be such a dirty trick it'd be like the uh secret track they used to do on cds yep right like we'd do like 10 minutes of silence and then start coming back in and be like, like see if they stayed with us the most the most like when I think of that, like the first one that comes to my mind is on the jagged little pill. Alanis had the. I have wow. that record over there. I should uh, hang up a vinyl wall. I think Green Day had one. They did too, but Everclear I mean, did on Slow Motion Daydream. Yeah. No one listened to that. A lot of people listened to that. It was on Capitol Records. Oh, I wonder what the first one to do it was. Get this though. I have um I have a vinyl record with a hidden track on it. Oh nice. So you know the track is there, and then it just stops playing. Turns out it's locked. You gotta actually lift your needle back up and move it over one groove. Ooh. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I heard it and it wasn't that good. I'm like, it's not worth the time. That's an interesting way to do it. So Andy had to watch a movie this week, huh? I'm still dancing too, even though there's nothing planned. I did. I had to watch a movie. as part of my punishment. Did you Did you go see both of them? I did. You did? Um, I enjoyed The Room so much that me and Bobby were like, let's go see The Disaster Artist too." Okay. So did she go with you to see The Room also? Yes. She did. Okay. We went with um, us two and another couple. Okay. Um, So yeah, I had to go see The Room as part of my punishment. And let me tell you, this was the best punishment ever. Was it better than when Tim had to watch Drumline? That movie sucked. I mean, I think I'd put The Room above Drumline, I think. Can I? Can I? I would too, and I haven't seen the room. Can I interject just one quick thing? Um, uh, I had a guy that uh, I was Facebook friends with, and like somebody shared and like tagged him in. They like found an old newspaper or something that had like his picture in it, and where they did like your favorite movie, your favorite TV show, and your favorite song, and all this stuff from like when you were a senior in high school. And his favorite movie was Drumline, and I thought <laughs> that guy knows his shit. Anyway, so go on and tell us about The Room, Andrew. So The Room, some may call it a movie, but I would call it an experience. It was something to behold. I went to a midnight showing, which is how this movie has become popular enough to where, like, James Franco decided to make uh, a telling of it, basically. Um, The Disaster Artist is like how... He made a movie about making of the movie. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So the midnight showings are just like little indie theaters. I mean, the place was sold out. Uptown Theater in Minneapolis, did Minnesota. Did you have to buy the tickets in advance? We did. Okay. Online. We bought them online. I don't, I'm don't. pretty sure everyone in line had their tickets in advance. It didn't seem like anyone was going in and like buying Is it one of tickets. those cool theaters that serves alcohol? They do. Yeah. So there's a line. We were probably in line for like a half hour. You go in. And you know this is going to be something special when the guy... It's a really small theater, so the movie doesn't start. He's like, okay, the bathrooms are like kind of in the back. 
We have a bar up there also. If you want anything to drink, you can get that. It's like in this movie that you're about to see, it's like if you were expecting a nice quiet night at the theater, like I'm sorry to tell you, but this is not what this movie is. This is like uh, audience interaction participation movie. There's going to be lots and lots of noise. So um, I'm going to give you like 50, if this, this isn't what you expected, you get 15 minutes, you can come up and like I'll give you your money back. <laughs> like they tell you that right out of the gate. That's awesome. I know, right? So I'll just give you like a brief overview of the plot. So do they tell you to shut your like cell phones off and stuff? Um, they might, but I don't really. I don't okay, know. I didn't know. It's not like. Let me know when you want to hit sound bites because I got them all in here. Oh yeah, I will let you know. Okay. Um, just the basic plot of the movie because I think that's what Tim really wanted from it was just like I want to know what's going on so when I see the disaster artist. Because I didn't really like, want to watch the room. I just wanted it to be spoiled for me so that I could go watch the disaster artist too. Right. So just a basic plot. And I am going to watch The Room this weekend because I ordered on Blu-ray and it showed up today. But I don't care if you give me spoilers because I understand it's like an experience. Right. And I don't know. It's just all the crowd participation is what made it really fun. So I might. it's going to be a different... Well, we'll come over and watch it with you. So viewing for you, make Colton watch it with us too. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a rundown of all the things like to watch for, so that you notice it, and you can even participate yourselves because I'm going to tell you everything that goes on. Before you dive in, quick one question. Yes, I really like your preparedness. Did you bring that with you to the theater? No. Okay. So you're um, doing this off of memory while you were drinking. Um. What? Well, I mean, you had drinks. Your notes. He's wondering if you're like... I didn't make these at the theater. I made these after. Right. So, okay. Okay. You just did this off of memory. Yes. While at, When you had been drinking. No, I hadn't been drinking. Oh, okay. okay. That's, okay. That's okay. what I was asking. Well, sober. That's sober when I made my notes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, go on. Like, whatever. Go on. Yeah, like, that's not what I meant. But do you think I'm just always drinking, Tim? Is that what the deal is? Well, you went to the movie and they had a bar there. So and it was just... midnight on a Saturday night. I actually wasn't drinking in the movie at the movie at all because I drank... Thursday night beforehand. with Tim, and I drank Friday night. I actually didn't realize it was a midnight showing, so I drank two nights in a row, and I was, like, tired. So we went home. We, like, spent the day doing stuff. I think we went antiquing. And then I got home at, like, 7. It's I'm so like, funny that you're not married because you just said, I think we went antiquing. Like, you were so pissed at your wife. <laughs> I wasn't pissed. It was, it was fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's listening. Um, no, she does not listen. Um, <laughs> does she download at least? Uh, I don't think so. I don't even think she has like the podcast app. She doesn't download any podcasts. What the hell's wrong with her? Get her on it. That's another <laughs> download. Anyway, that's just a fucking joke. So we end up like early afternoon, like go home, get some takeout, and I'm like, I'm gonna need a nap. To What'd stay you have up. for takeout? Oh Jesus! Let him get through this. Thai food. <laughs> it was good. Some curry and some drunken noodles. Anyway, I had to take a nap from, like, 7 to 11 in order to be able to stay up for this, like, midnight showing. I wasn't too impressed with wanting to go to a midnight movie, but I get it. I guess that's a thing that people do. It's nothing I would ever do, but I did it, and it was fun. But at that moment, I did not feel like drinking. So the basic plot line is that there's it's a love triangle. Johnny and his fiance, which... He just calls future wife. Um, are like the two main characters, and then Johnny's best friend Mark, and Lisa, 
Johnny's future wife is like macking on Mark, and they end up banging, and this drives uh, Johnny crazy. We know that Mark and Johnny are best friends because every time they... You feeling this is creeping me out. Anytime they refer to each other, it's like, he's my best friend. There's no actually, like, plot development of them becoming, like, or being, like, friends and, like, doing stuff. They just make sure they, they, just, they, make they, just sure they point it. it out. Yes. So, one of the very first scenes... Well, no. Oh, man, it's so hard. I don't even know where to start. So, I'll just... The movie starts with just shots of uh, the San Francisco Bay. This film is in San Francisco. This becomes very apparent throughout the whole movie because every transition is just shots of the San Francisco Bay. And every time you see it, people just yell, Water! (laughs) 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 Um, This also goes into um, another thing. So... And some of the transitional shots of the San Francisco Bay, there's also, like, the two main bridges. There's, like, the Golden Gate and the Bay Bridge. And, like, they'll be panning across the bridge in the transition. And everyone will be like, go, 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 go. And then they'll get to the end of the bridge, and they're like, yeah! Except one time they don't. I was waiting for Joe Tiffy. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for Joe. 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 No. Joe. But the whole audience is yelling, go. And then one time... They're panning across the bridge, and they don't make it across, and the whole crowd is just like, aww. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to see this. I mean, it's it's amazing. So the first scene is him bringing a present to Lisa, and it's a red dress, and she comes down, like, looking all sexy in it. And he's, and then, like, their weird neighbor friend who, like, you don't really understand why... All of the characters, you really don't understand what they're doing there. Like, there's no development of, like, relationships. But their friend Denny is there. She comes down in the dress that he gives her. He's like, oh, there's my girl looking good. And they're like, okay, bye, Denny. They go upstairs. And then all of a sudden, like, Denny follows them up there. And, like, they start having a pillow fight. And then Johnny's like, sorry, Denny, you got to go. <laughs> He's like, three is nice, or two is Three's a crowd, but two is nice. That's one of his exact quotes. And then they bang. Does he stutter in the quote? So there's the opening scene of him bringing the, the dress, her coming down, the weird friend, and then straight into one of the most amazing sex scenes you'll ever see in your life. So I'm are looking th- forward to it. I mean, it's incredible. So can lots of Johnny's ass... Lots and lots of Johnny's ass. He was a big ass man. So and him like trying to fuck like her belly button, kind of like you can tell the positioning is clearly not correct. <laughs> so do you? Did you see this as this Tommy Wizzo is the is the actor? Yes. Was this like? Did it seem like this was almost him like using the opportunity of the movie as like a chance to hook up with the actress? Um, like was it like blatant like or not really? Not really. Did, it was more of him wanting to show off his ass than... <laughs> Maybe he works out a lot. Maybe I mean, it was back... He is fit. When he they made it... fit guy. He was like, these tie ball lessons are going to pay off. Okay, and just... So his manner of speaking, he's clearly not from America. And not just his accent. The way he uses the language is not correct. 
his inflection and everything is off. And even just like socially, normally, how you talk is isn't right. It's just so this goes out through the whole movie, and I got some clips I'm gonna pull and up. I've seen too. bits and pieces on like YouTube, but where is he from? Like, what's the accent? It's a mystery. Alaska, like they'll you they'll get into that into. I don't want to ruin. Um, okay, so does this Tommy Wiseau in real life have an accent, or is it? A, yes, this it, is the way he talks. Okay, okay. Um, the what's the disaster artist? I don't want to ruin that one. Okay, but I'm gonna ruin this one for you. That's fine. So we got sex scene. Then we got next scene is Lisa calling um, Johnny's best friend Mark and being like, "Oh, you should come over." Blah blah blah, flirting with him. He comes over, seducing seducing Mark, and we got a Mark being like. But the wine and the music, there is no wine. There is no music. And then she seduces him, and they bang. They couldn't dub but in, because I've seen, I've seen scenes. The whole fucking movie is, like, half dubbed and unsynced. half not. It's in, unsynced. Yeah. It's insane. The dubbing is just terrible, which makes it even better. Like a kung fu movie, but with straight English, with poor English dubbed over it. Yes. It is like that. Mm-hmm. Um but I forgot. Okay, during the phone call, and he's just like, when she calls him to like invite him over, basically, people immediately start chanting, like not chanting, uh, just screaming at him. You're his best friend. And this goes out through the whole movie. Like anytime they're about to bang, anytime they're getting on, it's just like you're his best friend. That was like an artistic choice he made. To have people screaming that and stuff like that? No, the people in the audience are screaming this at... Oh, the people in the audience. Yes, the people in the audience are screaming at the guy, being like, you're his best friend. Like, you're doing... Like, he's obviously, like, the bad guy. The audience hates him because he's like, your best friend is now going to be screwing your future wife. My wife. So he comes over, sex scene. (laughs) So now we're two out of four is sex scenes. Then there's another scene... Oh, so he did have four sex scenes. Okay. Um, well, with different different people now. Okay, yeah. But then, okay, and then there's something else happens. And again, sex scene back with um, Johnny. And we got another sex scene. <laughs> this sex scene contains the same footage from the sex scene previously with um, Johnny and Lisa. It's the same fucking footage. They just shot it. Or they didn't shoot ed- it again. Edited it back in. Yes. It's then the he, same I, fucking thing. Then he really wasn't like using it as an opportunity right, that, to hook up. Yeah, he actors. wasn't like, I'm not going to do this again. I'm just going to use the same footage and do it. And also during that scene, for both the scenes, you get a picture, uh, a camera shot. Like I don't know if it's either through a window trying to be like it's raining outside or if it's like a fountain in their room or something. But it's obviously like water like trickling down. And everyone yells again, water. <laughs> Anytime there's water in the movie, they just so fucking you yell. You went to like you went to like the showing of the film, but with like a seasoned vet like crew of people who have seen it already. They knew when to these, scream. These are the people who go to this thing. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. I, I was like that's what made it famous, is like that's what made this cult thing. The whole thing is just Audience interaction. Right. 
So they go on and on and on. I don't know. Um, obviously, Lisa and Mark are getting it on. They're starting to have... Um, Johnny slowly like is figuring it out and stuff. There's just so many tropes throughout the whole thing. Anytime a new cust or a new character like enters their apartment, they don't shut the door. Like they just leave the door wide open. And everyone in the audience is like, shut the door! <laughs> shut the door! And then when they leave or someone finally like does shut the door, they all cheer. Um a lot of the, I don't know if this is the room that they're talking about, but a lot of the movie does take place in um, their living room. Um, and there is framed pictures of spoons. Um, I assume there was just like a stock, you know, you buy a framed picture and there's just like a stock photo in it or something. Yeah. And they never like change those out. So every time you, those are, uh, you can see those in the frame, people bring plastic spoons and literally like, throw them in the theater. Just like hundreds and hundreds of plastic spoons just like being thrown in the whole goddamn theater. Um, I want to find out all the other bits in here. Um, football is like playing catch with a football is how like males bond in this show. So there's like the apartment, the living room, there's the bedroom, and then there's a rooftop that they go on to. So... Either the rooftop, they're playing, they're playing football. They, there's an alley where they're playing football. There's a park where they're playing football. I just throw the football around, and the best thing is, is that Johnny or Tommy can't really throw all that well. Like he has the weirdest throwing motion you've ever seen. So that becomes like a trope throughout the whole thing. And every time they're playing catch, like the whole audience is like, every time they throw, they're like, one, two. They just count the throws. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple people I don't know if this is an actual thing But a couple people actually brought footballs And like stood up and started throwing the football Around <laughs> the, the goddamn theater <laughs> So that happened Okay and also when they're on the roof It's just the worst green screened Thing of San Francisco that you've ever seen In your life It's amazing Every time they come on the roof It's just beautiful green screen And that's like and in one of the trailers that I've seen for the the disaster artist is uh, Seth Rogen's character saying, "Oh, this looks just like the alley." Why didn't we shoot it <laughs> in the why, alley? And then like, yeah, or why didn't we just shoot it in the alley? Yeah, this is Hollywood. <laughs> that's not how we do things. With the like alley, the, that's actually like a stage, though. Right next yes. is right out there. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, but look how good it looks. We <laughs> recreated the alley. I know, but the alley's right there. <laughs> um. Okay, so there's a football scene. They do that a lot. I'm trying to think of, like, the best football scene. Just the two of them, the two best friends, go to the park and, like, toss it around. And at the end, they're, like, running up a bunch of stairs. And they start doing, like, the Rocky. The whole audience, like, starts singing the Rocky song as they're running up Gonna the fly stairs. now. <laughs> what is, what's the... Do, 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 Gonna do, fly do, now. Yeah. Sure. Rocky song. Dude, I got a poster. <laughs> I call it the Rocky song. Yeah. So they do that. Uh, that was fantastic. There's also a scene where um, Johnny is about to, he's like, I, he kindly, he kind of catches on that um, Mark might be, and Lisa might be hooking up. He like overhears the conversation. And so he's like, I'm going to figure this out. And he sets up a tape recorder to like the phone, which is somehow will just record 
all the phone conversations ever. Like, the tape will never end. <laughs> but as he's doing it in that scene, they sing the Mission Impossible, like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Not in the movie, the audience. These are all just things the audience is doing. Um, a lot of the movie is in and out of focus. So there'll just be scenes where it's just, like, completely out of focus. And so everyone will be like, focus! Everyone will yell that. Um, Creative choice. Yeah. about. So would um, you go see this again, knowing these things now, just so you could participate in them? Yes. Because you obviously didn't know they were happening since it was your first time. Right. Um, I totally would. This is way fucking better than Drumline. It is. It's way better. It's amazing. Um, I might concede that. Will you admit uh, uh, that Drumline was a punishment? Yes. No. For you, for you, it was. Um, so Tommy has, a, or uh, Johnny has a good job. He's a banker. Um, he doesn't get a promotion. We know this because he walks in and Lisa goes, you didn't get it, did you? And, she, and he goes, no. And he sits, <laughs> he sits down and she goes, you didn't get the promotion, did you? And he goes, No. Like, they just repeat things, like, over and over again. Um, there's a scene where Lisa's neck does, like, a really weird thing that you should watch out for. And everyone, like, just, like makes really uncomfortable noises when that happens. Um, so Johnny is a banker and has a decent job, and they're about to get married. And Lisa's mother, who they they are confidants, they talk about stuff. This is how um, Johnny figures out about the cheating. Yeah. Overhearing one of their conversations. But her mother's constantly like, you should stay with Johnny. He's a good guy. Like, he can take care of you. And, like, it's really, like, just sexist trope the whole time. And every time the mother says one of these things, the crowd goes, because you're a woman. Like, he can take care of you because you're a woman. Like, you can't take care of yourself type of thing. He has a couple of really uh, great speeches, like, encouraging speeches that everyone claps for. At one point, okay, this is this is great. Um, Lisa wants to make up this whole story about how Johnny, how Johnny hits her. So in order to do this, um, she gets him drunk. He doesn't drink, but this time he's gonna drink. She brings him. She brings in two glasses, which look like they're filled with, like, whiskey or scotch or something already, and then adds vodka to them. So they're drinking scotchkas. <laughs> Johnny takes a sip, and he's like, oh, this does taste good. What? No. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, hang on, pause. In college one time, I stole booze from my parents, and I was a very inexperienced drinker. I was, like, 18 years old. <laughs> I took just a little bit of everything and put it into one bottle. Oh. So it was like gin, vodka, rum, whatever. Yeah. Had that. Um, it was terrible. So we mixed it with Code Red, and it looked like we had all killed ourselves at the end of the night because there was red vomit everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, in one of the dorm rooms I was living in. <laughs> so, kids out there, don't mix liquors. <laughs> So Lisa gets Johnny drunk and then tells everyone that Johnny hit her. And now if you can play the, I think, the number one or the last one. No, I got it labeled. Okay. The I did not hit her. Yes. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. 
Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? <laughs> I have a problem with Lisa. She said that I hit her. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so that this, gives you a this sense. This movie's going to be taught in film classes of what <laughs> yeah. not to do in the future. And so you kind of heard, like, the clunk, 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 but, like, he comes out, and that's, like, him entering the rooftop, mm-hmm. proclaiming this, and then he has an empty water bottle that he, like, throws down. They talk about this scene in um, The Disaster Artist quite a bit. So, um, But just the unnaturalness of the dialogue and the transition into, like, something else just fucking kills me. Anyway, nothing really ever comes of... So is he, like, proclaiming it to himself when he comes, like... Yes, he's just, like, talking to himself. Like, he comes out... I did not hit her. So uh, right. when he's saying that, he's talking to himself. Yes. And then he sees his best but friend. Just hanging out on the rooftop. Oh, hi, ha- Mark. And yeah. there happens to be another chair just, like, sitting there. Yeah. I saw that scene, and that was one that they clearly did a ton of dubbing on. Yes. Because he's, like, going, did not hit her. <laughs> I did not. It's like, obviously, nobody could see what I just did, but it was, yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. One of those overdubs. <laughs> A couple other things that, um, that one actually, so it gets brought up a little bit. It gets touched on a little bit more, but not too much. A couple things that get brought up and then completely not touched on at all. Lisa and her mother, kind of her confidant, um, in a scene, she's like, well, I'm going to die. Test results came back. I have breast cancer. And then never again talked about. (laughs) The mother. <laughs> yes, the mother. Um, yeah, so that happened. And then, which is probably the most amazing, like, standout scene in the movie. Uh, Denny, like, the weird, creepy, like, turns out that, I don't know, he doesn't have parents. And With the James Franco guy? Nope. Okay. Uh, right, the sorry. What's James Franco's brother? Oh, Dave Franco. Oh, still not that guy. Denny is someone else. Denny is the guy who I talked about originally who, like, follows them up into the bedroom before okay, they okay. try to have sex. When he said creepy, I thought it was the long hair guy. No, no, Johnny is, no, Johnny's creepy, but Denny's creepy. Denny is the creepster. I can't wait to see this this weekend, bud. Um, Denny is the guy who follows them up when they're, like, trying to have sex and, like, has a pillow fight, and he has to tell them, like, go away. <laughs> That's not normal? <laughs> Anyway, there's a scene of him on the rooftop by himself, and this tough-looking thug guy comes up, and he's like, where's my money, Denny? And he's like... <laughs> on the rooftop? <laughs> yeah. He just comes out of nowhere? I mean, kind of the scene happens like that. And so the bad guy's name, he refers to him as Chris R. <laughs> Not just Chris. He's like, it'll be here in five minutes, Chris R. Just wait. Andy J, keep going. <laughs> uh, Chris R is like, I don't got fucking five minutes, Denny, and like pulls a gun on him and is like, he's <laughs> like, give me my money, Denny. Where's my money? Denny's freaking out. Miraculously, uh, Tom, Johnny, I keep on wanting to call him Tom. Johnny and Mark bust up there and like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> Rip Chris R off of Denny, haul him off. 
here comes Lisa and her mother, and like Chris R, like what is going on? And it, like eventually they get him out of him. That like he's like I just needed some, I needed some money, so I got some drugs for this guy. <laughs> like how much money did you owe him, Denny? How much money? What kind of drugs? What kind of drugs were you doing, Denny? And it's like it doesn't matter. He's going to jail now. That's pretty much reenactment, but they never get into what kind of drugs or how much money. And then that scene over, never talked about again. <laughs> this is going to be spectacular. I can't wait, dude. Maybe we'll go to Hot Rods afterwards. For sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Chrissy's favorite place. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Okay, I got that. Um, you got any more scenes you want played? Uh, or we got to build to them. No, I don't think so. I just mostly wanted those played just to like, so you could see how unnatural the speech and dialogue is. So just go ahead and play it. Like. Okay, so this is the one where he's like walking into a store and the lady says, you're my favorite customer. And then he pets a dog's head. Okay, we can play that one. That one's a good one. Okay. So Everyone cheers immediately before that scene happens just because they're so excited. There's not even like a trope. It? It'll be $18. Sorry. sorry there's there's sorry. not even like a thing to go with it. They just cheer because they're so excited. I like, I like how he's just... Pets the dog. Yes. That's my favorite part. Yes. Okay, so we're going to play it now. How much is it? It'll be $18. Go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. (laughs) (laughs) And, okay, the bye there, and also every time they meet someone, it's, oh, hi, and bye at the end. I did... I just was like looking through some YouTubes. I saw a super clip of all the highs and buys in the movie. It was a minute and a half long. So like a hot, you know, a high takes maybe a half second. So we're talking <laughs> <laughs> like whenever you see someone, it's just like, Oh, hi. And then at the end, but like, like overtly greeting so, someone. Tom Wizzle, uh, apparently went, like to the extreme because I've noticed like a lot of times in movies and TV shows, like people don't like say goodbye like on the telephone for instance. Like right. the conversation just ends and they like hang up or whatever. So he must have like been like, I'm gonna make this more realistic. We're gonna make sure we say hi and bye. But he like took it to the like far extreme then. I think that's just the way he is. Like I said, like there was just like it's such a clear like not understanding of like how we really interact. That he just doesn't have like, a grasp for that. Who, like, where did this guy come from? I mean, see, in that, I don't have. I don't, I mean, don't want to spoil. No, I mean the like, disaster artist. Well, and I don't expect you. I'm just wondering about like, was he? Is he like a move? Was he like a a filmmaker, or was this just like they, oh, get, they get into that in disaster? I, I know a little bit about that, okay. and I don't want to say anything about that either because like I. I I want to see the disaster artist, right. and I think the audience will too. That's going to be a wide release movie. That'll be in Mankato, you know. Right. So okay. I was just. We have a few more clips too. Um, okay. Unless you're done. No, I got a couple more things I want to hit on, but I don't even. I think the coffee the, house one. Yeah, play the coffee house one because that is another transition where it's just like amazing. There's nothing more to say about it. Just the transition is phenomenal. It's a guy walking up to another guy in a coffee house to sit down, and then he gets up and walks away in a matter of like five seconds. Yes. Basically, they have a quick conversation. Like it looks like they were supposed to be meeting each other, and one guy's like, "Okay, did. see ya." And that's how the whole movie is. All right, so here it is. Okay, on that, like, how they just got there, a lot of times they'll come, like, a meeting of people, they start having an interaction, and one will immediately leave, and the pe- everyone in the audience is like, you just got here! Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I could tell from the clips you sent me. Yeah. 
And those, I just, I just wanted like everyone to get a feel for like how unnatural the speech and dialogue is. And you can even tell just by listening to it that something's been dubbed. Yes. I mean, even just by, yes. And when you watch the video, you can see his mouth (laughs) flapping and it's not the words coming out that you're hearing. (laughs) So here it is. The coffee house scene. How was work today? Oh, pretty good. We got a new client at the bank. We'll make a lot of money. What client? I cannot tell you. It's confidential. Oh, come on. Why not? No, I can't. Anyway, how is your sex life? Can't talk about it? Why not? Take your time. Oh, God, I have to run. Already? Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, tell me. Yeah. See you. Um, See you, you Mark. Do you go jogging? Golden yeah, Gate sure. Park? What time? What Golden time? Gate Park, 6.30. Right on. Yeah. All right. Okay, you don't keep out. Did he say okie dokie? <laughs> no, so like the lady comes up, she's like, take your time. She just hands the bill down. He's like, I got this. Thank you. Go, what time? <laughs> Where ahead? And then just another voice comes in and dubs in Golden Gate Park. <laughs> That's none of their voices. There was two dudes in the scene and a third voice comes in. Right, I got that. But then I think, did he say okie dokie after that? I don't know. Let's just quick hear it again. How was work today? Which part well, is pretty it? Pretty good. At we the very end. Client okay. At the so we bank. Talk it. We'll make a lot of money. After he says Golden Gate Park, I, I think he says okie dokie. Oh, come on. Why not? No, I can't. Anyway, how is your sex life? <laughs> can't talk about it? <laughs> why not? Take your time. Oh, God, I have to run. Already? Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, tell me. Yeah. See you, um, see you, you Mark. Do you go jogging? Golden yeah, Gate sure. Park? What time? Golden Gate Park, 630. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Okie dokie. Okay. He doesn't say okay. He goes, okay, dokie. It's like a Chinese person saying it. Or Japanese person. Um, the other one you told me to load in. Um, no, a girl. She had a dozen. Do you know that one? Did we play that one already? I don't know if we did. Um, I don't think we did. We'll play it. It's the one where the guy's describing, like, I used to know a girl. And yeah, she... and then he has an inappropriate reaction. Okay, yeah, I think that's what it is. I know a girl. She had a dozen guys. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street. <laughs> what a story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, his response is just like, so not appropriate to that. <laughs> I have one in here called Thanks a Lot Bye. Do you remember that one? I don't, but play it. How much is it? It'll be eighteen dollars. Oh. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's yeah, we did them all. Okay. We did them all. Um, yeah, this. Okay, this I just got a couple item. more stories from the movie. One of the most amazing, the most amazing football tossing scene that there is to me <laughs> is when all of a sudden, like, it cuts to a scene and they're all in tuxedos, and you're like, oh shit, like maybe like. This is going to be the wedding, and, like, this is when, like, things go off. It's, like, at the wedding, like, it all comes out or something. So they're all in tuxedos, and Denny's like, hey, I got a football. You guys want to go play catch? (laughs) So they all go outside, play catch. One guy, like, who didn't want to play falls um, and, like, hits his nose or something. And then they're like, oh, that was a dumb idea. Thanks a lot, Denny. And then scene over. Doesn't explain why they were in tuxedos. There was no wedding, a part of that at all. They were just playing catch in tuxedos. <laughs> so that was amazing. Okay, one other thing I think is amazing. When you hear, like, make a chicken noise. 
Okay. Uh, Johnny often refers to people as chicken and, like, makes a chicken noise at them. Kind of like in, like, Back to the Future or something. Yeah, right? But his chicken noise is cheap, 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 cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. That happens a whole bunch in the movie. <laughs> um. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Wait until you see it. It's just amazing. I know. I was going to not. Well, I was actually going to not see this um, and then just go see the disaster artist. But now I'm coming over to Gory's house this weekend. Um, another thing I've noted is the clothing is uh, Johnny's clothing. The clothing Tommy Wiseau wears as Johnny is just the w- worst fitting clothing. So just keep an eye out for that. It just doesn't his clothes don't fit at all they're way too big for him it's just so stupid did i talk about the weird neck thing the weird nut neck neck oh yeah neck. i did you okay. mentioned the neck thing with the, the girl okay oh the who are you this is the only thing i really had to talk about so a lot of times like denny i've talked about it's interesting he's like in the main scene but it's not really explained like who he is. Eventually they kind of get there, but it's still like not totally clear. Um, other characters are introduced throughout the movie with no, no preamble to them at all. Nothing. So you just have no frame of reference for who they are. Um, there's these two friends who are in the movie a little bit more. So at least you kind of know who they are. The first way they're introduced is they're in Johnny and Lisa's living room by themselves. And she gives him a blowjob in their living room. This is not show. I mean, it's implied. It's not like okay. shown. It's very CBS like. Yes. But it's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who are these people? So that gets shouted at these people. And then there's a guy, there's a very pivotal scene where it all kind of comes out a party that Lisa, even though Lisa's cheating on Johnny with Mark. Uh, he throws him. She throws him a birthday party, and this is kind of where everything comes to a head. Um, there's two different fight scenes between Johnny and Mark. One, they're like they start fighting, and then it's all over. And then immediately after that, uh, Mark and Lisa are like all lovey dovey with each other, like dancing. And then Johnny again is like, "What the fuck is going on?" So he starts. They start another fight. Anyway, during that movie, like giving some advice. Is another guy who has not been in the movie at all. No frame of reference. We are in the last, like, 15 minutes of the movie. (laughs) And everyone is just like, who are you? Like, yelling at the screen. All the audience is yelling. What is the running time of this movie? I think it's, like, one, one and a half, 120. Okay. So not crazy. Yeah. You get me home so I can see SNL this weekend. Um, So... There's that there's that scene, and then, um, I mean, do you want me to tell you how it ends? I don't care. Okay, yeah. we're going there. Uh, we're going to watch it, and I don't care that I'm being spoiled. There's the fight, fight scene between the two friends at the party, and then he finds the tape. Johnny finds the tape of, like, a real conversation for, like, hard evidence of, like, this happens, and he plays it in front of Lisa, and, like, he's so sad. He loses his mind. He starts breaking everything. Goes up to his room, um, and he finds the red dress that he gave her originally in the first scene. 
He grabs it. He smells it. He humps it. <laughs> During that scene, everyone is chanting, fuck the dress. Fuck the dress. <laughs> I see we have a question from the audience. If you want to come and ask a question, come use your microphone voice. Otherwise, we'll talk off air. Questions just appalled. And then... <laughs> no questions, just appalled, she said. I thought hand in the air, that's what that meant. Sorry. Sorry, go on. And then Johnny kills himself. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> It's so, fucking beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. That is amazing. I love it. I love it so much. It doesn't end quite then. How um, does he kill himself? Uh, with a gun. Okay. And a um. Lisa is. I feel like we all Mark. Mark. Mark, movie. Mark and Lisa are there, and Lisa's like, but we can finally be together. <laughs> After, yes, or before, like as he's getting ready, are they like contemplating? No, he's by himself, and then they find the body. Oh, and Mark is like, "No, you did this to him. Like, I hate you." Um, so at least he's not like. And then she's like, like, "You killed him." She's clearly a trust. And I don't know. And that that's pretty much the end. There's a little bit more, but so that was the gist. Yeah, I think I think that's that's my recap of the room. So there won't Uh, be a sequel. There will not be a sequel. I feel like they would try to make a sequel at this point. You know what I mean? Like, everything you don't want to see a sequel to, and if the first one was successful. Granted, this is the most unsuccessful movie of all time, but it's sort but of successful. But it's become successful. It's successful in yes. this. In the, yeah, in, in this. So mm-hmm. somebody's going to try to do it. And, and they go over, like, poorly. exact numbers in the Disaster Artist. Okay, so somebody's going to try to do it. Yeah, because didn't this movie, like, it cost a couple million to make, and they only made, like, three or four grand in the box office, and then it, it was only in theaters for, like, a week, right? That's correct. Something like that. That's, I'm I getting that info from the, the Disaster exact, Artist, yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like... And the Disaster Artist, so, like, there are funny elements, but I would not call that movie a comedy. It's dark and it's sad. A, it's a docu, sort of like a uh, mockumentary, sort of. It's not a mockumentary. I wouldn't call it that at all. Well, I mean, like they're not, okay, so it's not a documentary in that they're there or a mockumentary in that there's anyone talking to the camera, but it's like sort of loosely based on right the idea of it's like, like a based on true events, sort of like a biography movie, like right. a biopic, yes, but not quite because it's of yes. This. Okay. Um, so like, um. The characters Johnny and Mark in real life, it's like they become friends, um, Tommy and Greg. So it's like the story of their unlikely friendship and how it developed into the movie and then the making of the movie. And I just got the book. Like, I'm excited to dive into that. The audio book, of course. I don't read. Um, it's like 17 hours long. I'm debating if I should listen to that first or just go ahead and see everything and then dive into it. What do you think? I would highly... I don't... I don't know about books and stuff. Because I don't, the, book I don't, I don't is, is, the book is what the disaster artist is based at. Based on. That's why they, they even took the same name. Okay. So it's the same property. Who wrote the book? Uh, a person that was on the crew of um, The Room. Okay. So they were there for the whole ride, and they saw a lot of people come and go, you know, get fired and rehired right. and all that. And that's the thing, like, the movie doesn't even, like, the actual movie itself... In The Disaster Artist, doesn't start happening until at least, like, a half hour to 45 minutes in. 
So they give you a big backstory of what these characters are like. Yes. The, the actual humans. Like, yes. Not the characters of right. the room. That's why it makes it confusing. Yeah. So yeah. I miss, like, who's who's the friend? The, the director or the two actors? Well, Tommy is the director. Okay. And then the, the two main actors. Okay. Which Tommy's the director and main character. I gotcha. And then the other Mark. That the, plays. So the guys are the two best friends <clears throat> in the movie. Does I wouldn't Dave, call them best friends, Dave but they're Franco, friends. Okay. The two Dave best Franco. friends in the movie. Right. Yes. Is Dave Franco the best friend? You're of- his best friend. Um, yes. So he's so James and uh, Dave are like co-stars in this movie, essentially. Yes. That's crazy. I know, weird. I, I mean, like, it is just because it's like Dave Franco's career is not anywhere near, near. James's. And he threw him a bone, which is like he didn't have to do that. But he plays the role pretty well. No, I don't. I don't hate Dave Franco. It's just funny to me that like his... I like Dave better than James personally. Yeah, I like them both. I like them both. I really do. Uh, we got some hate in the audience. We have a uh, hardcore. Who was the one that disagreed with me and told me to shut up back there? To your left. That would be my wife. She's a big James Franco fan. Um, I him. He's I mean, kind of goofy. I mean, I like James Franco, but goofy. I think I like Dave Franco more. No, but I don't. I don't hate either of have them. Have you ever seen? Now you. What's the magician movie that he's in? Yeah, yeah. Those are terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're fucking awful. And she loves them. Both of them. And it pisses me off because Woody Harrelson I like, and he's in them. But what's crazy about James that he's like super There's a, there's a third one coming out this year, okay. next year. Uh, we'll probably end up having to go to that too. Like through the end of 2018, James Franco has 16 projects going on. Right, and that's why I, I kind of... all this after he cut his arm off. I know. <laughs> this is yeah, good one. <laughs> he's like, he's like, come I, on, guys. Laugh. I don't know anything about what you're talking about. 127 hours. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, oh, I know it's a book. Right, yeah. but he was in the movie and he played the guy that cut his arm off. Okay. Did you see that movie, by the way? I did. Me too. It was so goofy. He was yeah. like filming. It's like, well, here I am, day thirty-two, like still stuck. It's like, <laughs> okay, your battery would have died by now, like for real. Like, the only thing I remember James Franco from is, like, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Dude, shut up. You didn't watch that live. Nobody watched that as it was happening. No, I didn't. That's why but I'm failed. saying I watched it after. Right. And that's the only thing I remember him from. Star-studded. I, I grabbed the DVD of that, like, I don't know, when yeah, I was in college. Everyone. Holy crap. That's crazy. The idea that that failed and then undeclared right after that. Ooh, and that's a Judd Apatow, right? Mm-hmm. So there's lots of cameos in um, Disaster Artist, and Judd Apatow is one of them. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, Judd Apatow just Judd had Apatow, a, Hannibal Burris. He's great. Uh, I like Hannibal. He's great. He just got arrested for being belligerent in Miami. Bob Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, Mr. Show. Has a Better cameo. Call Saul. Um, lots of good cameos in this. Mm. And uh, Disaster Artist. I'm well, looking forward to it. I really am. But I did not. But it's maybe just because I don't like movies. But Disaster Artist like, really didn't do a whole lot for me. For you just, not watching like and knowing a lot of movies, you know a lot of like actors and like big players like Bob Odenkirk, like you're saying, well, like you Judd Apatow and all that stuff. I mean, do you watch TV? Yeah, I watch TV. You love TV, right? I don't love it, but I, I mean, we're it. in the golden age of TV right, right now. Right, exactly. TV so is really good. good right now. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely watch TV. Okay. Um, yeah, let's take a break, and then um, we got a bunch of stuff we have to get to business-wise, um, and then we'll come right back.
thing about this music, we were talking like how ska should come back. Bands like this that were like like real big fish and stuff, they don't play the What's Up Lounge like all the other has-beens. Like, right. They don't come around here. You think like, my career's over, I need to play Iowa. I need to play South Dakota. They don't do it. They still play the one or two festivals a year in California, and that's it. Yeah. And like a Warped Tour cruise. By the way, props to you, man. That was a really good breakdown of Thank you. I yep. struggled for the first part. It was just no, you did. I, I didn't you know how did to not. break it down exactly between the actual plot and all the audience like interaction, but I did my best. No, oh, that was really good. I'm telling you, we like preparedness around here. I'm so happy that that happened to me. Thank you for that punishment. I'm kind of jealous now. <laughs> so, have you um, been brainstorming any punishments for Corey? Because he lost last week, so you owe him a punishment. Um, how about he gets a, like a tattoo of Dilly Dilly? Okay, so <laughs> I, w- I would say you know what? As the middle guy, as the middle guy, I'll say no. Let's vote. I'm gonna veto that. That was actually my brother's idea, but I, I vetoed that too because I want no part of any tattoos. Yeah, I don't think we want to start going down that <laughs> that rabbit hole. I will not have my first tattoo be something that I lost in a bet. Yeah. <laughs> However, and especially something like one week of NFL picks. I had. <laughs> Well, I got one week wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, mom. (laughs) Cross the arm. I had a good idea that I um, texted just Corey, not you, for one of the weeks that you lost. Thanks. You had to see the room. And my idea was, do you remember this? I remember you texting me, but I don't remember what it was. I said, uh, you should go make Andy go to Clay's and buy a 36-pack of Boxer Lager. Oh, yeah. And drink it, and that's the only beer you can drink on the podcast until it's gone. That, I, I don't know if I would do that. I might just not come on anymore. But Corey just lost, so I'm just throwing that out there for punishment. I, I feel so bad. I don't so know if I would come on anymore. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go down that road either. That's the beer that we would buy as we would call it house beer. We would buy can't. two of those for beer pong when we were like kids in college. <laughs> Cause it was eleven dollars for a thirty-six pack of beer. Like I could I would like maybe make him drink one and they feel bad enough, like let alone a whole thirty-six pack. I mean, that's the point. You wanna make somebody feel bad. That's what you lost a bet. Punish them. He lost. I would be drinking that 36-pack for... I'll say this, okay? Okay, I'd probably maybe get down two or three a week for the next... What do we got? Three episodes yet before the unannounced event in January? Right. Where then You'd would, have to chug them. Right. And so then, hopefully it's Boxer Light. And then it would probably go down to like one a week then. So I would... Theoretically, I could be drinking that 36-pack... Of boxer light until like April, right? Right, exactly. But here's the thing: it's just beer. It's not as bad as you think. Like you could, you could stomach six a night, right? But I would, or even more. I would even really more. rather be drinking. I mean, I, I, I have a bad movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen Cabin Boy with Chris Elliott? No. Chris Elliott's awesome. What? Don't don't let him watch a Chris Elliott movie. Trust me, this movie is not awesome. This I mean, Chris Elliott's done some shit. We know that, but... Mm. Come on, he's in Groundhog Day. I'm familiar yeah, with it, but I never saw it. He's not the... I mean, he's the lead in this movie. Did you watch The Apple yet? 
No, I haven't. I'm, okay. so, I'm going Corey, to. Do you know who Chris Elliott is? I do. Okay. Do you remember that scene in Scary Movie, like two or three, where he's, yeah, the mashed potato arm? Yeah. He's got the baby arm and he's just scooping up mashed potatoes yeah. on other plates. That's yeah. so funny. I mean, I feel like Cabin Boy came out like and wasn't he late in- 90s. And I remember even as like a high school kid being like, this is so bad. And obviously, when I was in high school, I had very. Nobody low- had standards in high school. Right, exactly. Wasn't he <laughs> Woogie in something about Mary also? Yes. Brett Favre was in that movie. Yeah. Cameron Diaz was in that movie. Who? Who's that? Uh, For real. What? She was in the... What? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, who's Cameron Diaz? Watch The Cabin Boy. That's your punishment. (laughs) All right. I hope it's available on, like, Netflix or something. I hope I don't have to order it on Blu-ray. It's the yeah. only way I could get the room was to order it. Like you actually like Wait, bought you it? Mean, you I mean, bought it. You mean That's the local Redbox didn't have the room available? I couldn't. So I went on Amazon. I was going <laughs> to order the DVD and like the DVD was sold out. So the only way to get it Do was Do you think on, it's because of the sign of the times like with that disaster artist coming out? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> because I've noticed... Um, like it was there, but it just said, you know, temporary uh, wh- sold out. One thing with the disaster artist, like... I went and I was like, are people at Disaster Artist going to be doing all the audience interaction? Or is it just going to be people who like haven't seen the room and don't know about the audience interaction stuff? And no one did any audience. I have no I had not heard that at yeah, all. It, though, I had no idea. Yeah, that's the whole point of like why I got so big. And I'm assuming you didn't either. I had no idea. Now you're excited to go do it, though. Right. Yes. I would definitely go back and watch The Room again. So The Room is basically like the best investment somebody's ever made like they at this point they've got to be breaking zero you know getting in the black you would think i think so yeah i, I mean say. and now they're going to be making money pretty soon on the room and he probably charges a decent amount for the for like his speaking engagement right. and stuff well that but i mean like just alone to screen a movie there is a fee oh yeah. like if you're going to show a movie you need to pay the people who made the movie like in a public theater for sure yeah so at this point that dude's going to be making some change. Yeah. I mean, that's how they got caught up. Mm-hmm. He strikes me as like a Russell Brand type of character. Just odd. It's way weirder than Russell Brand. No, but, but you know what it, I mean? Like I, in real it's life. In that, it's in no, that I vein. Mean, the guy in real life. Because like Corey got the Blu-ray. That's what I'm saying. In real life, this guy is way weirder. Okay. Because Corey gave me a, um, in the Blu-ray, there is a... He's uh, selling underwear A picture. The yeah, there's a headshot, and on the back of the headshot is a mail-order form for underwear from his brand of underwear. That's a Tommy Wizzo on the on the band. Which, I mean, I won't it, deny that I want, but not to wear, just to hang up in the studio a pair. If the Disaster Artist is at all accurate, like, his character that he plays isn't much different when I talk about, like, how, like, his... English and grammar and even social interaction isn't quite right. Like, that's him in real life, too. Okay. Like, he's just not... If something's off. I can't wait. Can't wait. Should we do misconnections? Yeah, let's uh, hear some <laughs> misconnections. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do misconnections. That's a misconnection. I miss you in the real world, so I connect to you via the web. On 
on the World Wide Web we found on Craigslist. Today, we are jumping around. I have um, two different places we are going to be in. The first place is Dallas, Texas. Title, Swinging That Dick at North Park. (laughs) Swinging That Dick at North Park. In North Park. I've seen you a few times walking through North Park with your big... <laughs> wow. Hang on, hang on, let me start over. I can do this. Man, when you read it in your head, you're like, yeah, it's funny, it's fine, it's going to work on the show. And then you start reading it out loud, you're like, whoa. All right. I've seen you a few times walking through North Park with your big cock flopping around. <laughs> your attractive white guy that obviously gets off by putting on a show. Sometimes sporting wood. I know you do it for our enjoyment. I'd love to help you get that big dick down. Those gray shorts did nothing to hide that hard rod. End. Okay, so I was going to ask if the guy was, like, walking around without pants on, but... Um, no, he had shorts. Obviously, he had shorts on. He had gray shorts on. Interesting. I, I just... This whole misconnection thing on... on puzzles me. Right. I, because, like, we failed as a society. Like, if you see someone who's attractive, you're like, I'm too nervous to approach you, so I, I, I'm going to write for you on the internet, and hopefully you're there. Right, exactly. Like, I don't... I mean, I've been with my wife for 20-some years, but if I was single, I couldn't imagine, like, being, like, out at Walmart and seeing somebody down the aisle and be like, She's hot. Let me go home and type on Craigslist, and hopefully she sees it. Believe me, you just said Walmart. Okay, so our next place we're going contradiction of terms there. Walmart. She's hot. You know, you know what I mean. (laughs) Okay, so when you do go to Walmart, you see a lot of weirdos that you're like, where are these people in everyday life? But they're only at Walmart. (laughs) It's true. Sorry. Go ahead. Speaking of Walmart, can I bring up something to all you listeners out there? If you are not on a professional sports team, uh, you should. If you're and you're if you're over the age of say five, you should not be wearing matching sweatsuits unless you're like an Italian mobster. Sweatsuits, you said, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I almost bought matching pajamas for me, my dog, and my wife. No, I'm saying like where you have like the 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 sweatpants that match the sweatshirt. Yeah, like the tailored sweatsuit. Yeah, it's like weird, if you're an like Ital- Adidas makes it. If you're an Italian yeah. mobster, maybe it's okay. But I saw a guy at Amico today, in or I call it Amico, but Expressway in Sanborn today, that had like a matching Jordan sweatpants with the matching Jordan sweatshirt on. Right, and it's like, dude, your sweatsuit costs. More than my jeans and Carhartt coat. And I just thought... I saw you on the road the other day, by the way. I saw you too. I tried to... It was too late. But I thought, why? Like, I don't know. I just think if you're an adult man, you shouldn't be wearing, like, a matchy-matchy, like, sweatsuit outfit like that. Like, it's cool, like, if you see a little toddler wearing something like that. But if you're an adult, grow up. You know, if you want to buy the jeans or buy the sweatshirt and buy the sweatpants... Break them up and wear them separately. You know, wear the sweatshirt with. You, you're not a fan of matching. Not like, like I said, you're not like if you're in the Lakers and you're warming up in like 
warm-up gear. That's one thing, but you're going to Amico to buy smokes, dude. I don't know. You look foolish. I mean, if you see me, like, okay, to take this further, if you see me at Mount Cato, my snow pants match my jacket. Like, I did that on purpose. Is that any different than what you're saying? In my mind, yes. Completely different. Why? It's Be- the same concept. Te- like, I, I mean, I'm technical going there. Year because it's like you are the Lakers. Warm, like, yeah, you're like, athletic. Like, but I'm only bombing the mini hill or the bunny hill. Right. <laughs> but still. Right. But yeah, you're you're doing it. The dude a- just wanted a match, man. Like he was probably his his whole deal was he wasn't going his whole day wasn't going to be I'm buying smokes. He was up at the same time you were. And he looked foolish. Okay, that's fine. But I mean like he wasn't going there specifically like, yeah, I'm gonna buy smokes for the day. That's not his whole day. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably gonna watch Jaws at some point. So give him a give yeah, him some. I understand him a break. that he's probably doing more than just going to. He's probably had a job interview, so he wore his wore his nice sweats. Yeah. You know, he's probably going to Jackpot Junction. Okay, looking for a janitor job. I don't know. He just looked foolish. Okay, okay. That's a missed connection. I missed you in the real world, so I connect to you via the web. So we move on to Birmingham, Alabama, Misconnections, title, Foot Worship. I got in a car accident in Birmingham one time. We're going to get to that after I read these three lines, and I hope I don't stumble my way through them because they're hilarious. (laughs) Title, Foot Worship. Text, hey, we used to meet up and you enjoyed worshiping my feet in pits. Pits? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey. We used to meet up and you enjoyed worshiping my feet in pits. You would keep my socks in underwear. You would keep my socks in underwear. If this is you, hit me up. This doesn't sound like a misconnection. This sounds like... Well, they posted a misconnection. This sounds like there was a connection at some point. All right, I'm going to start over. Hey, we used to meet... We used to meet up, and you, you enjoyed worshiping my feet in pits. You would keep my socks and underwear. If this is you, hit me up. Send a face pic so I know it's you. And they spelled face F-A-V-E. But they're from Birmingham, so I give them a pass. I guess that's better than tell me to make a car you were driving. <laughs> Believe me, <laughs> those, are, me those, are coming up. those are coming up. That's but the most common. This is a miscategorized... Uh, comment. Oh, Maybe no. they've lost touch and she's just trying to find the but guy. But it's not, still, that's like a re... Okay, go on. So you're saying there should be another category? You're saying there should be another category of like, not necessarily misconnections, but like lost touch. Yes, lost touch. Lost connections. Lo- oh. We will write to them. Okay. To Craigslist and be like, um, you're missing a category, Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I was flipping through and I stopped the recording myself. Oh. <laughs> so we're good. We lost like half a second. Um, you were saying you got uh, broken down in Birmingham? Just outside of Birmingham, got in a car accident, yes. Okay, what happened? Uh, there was a mattress on the road. Okay, <laughs> continue. <laughs> um, we were we were in heavy traffic. It was a Sunday we? afternoon. Who's we? Uh, me, my wife, and my two sons. We were coming back from vacation. Um, there was like, I believe, four lanes of traffic uh, in each direction. And like 50 to 75 yards ahead of me, I, you know, seen the accident occurring. Um, cars spinning out and, and 
I went all the way to the right to try and avoid it, and the guy from uh, one of the vehicles in the initial accident came across the lanes and, and t- sideswiped T-Bone me. Um, you know, I say T-Bone is the accurate way to describe it, but it wasn't like a vicious, like, T-Bone. I mean, it basically caved in the panel of the door. No one got hurt. Nothing serious. So it's like, like a 45-degree f- like angle bone. Right. He came across... No, he came across at a 90. Like, he... he I'm going to say it. I zoned out through half that. So a, a T-Bone, your mattress got T-Boned or something? No, the guy. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm okay. just kidding. Okay. Anyway, and I found out <laughs> after the fact that it was because there was a mattress in the highway. I don't know where the mattress came from. But the mat, the one Naked guy. a mattress man. Call Justin. The guy hit him, hit the mattress, and it, like, got sucked up into his wheel wells and, like, made his car, like, stop. Yeah. And, and anyway, and that was outside Birmingham. Birmingham sucks because of that experience. No shit. Like, who the fuck throws a mattress off or, like, doesn't secure it tightly enough to whatever? Right. Yeah, that's stupid. And on that note... That's a misconnection. I missed you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. So, can I add one more thing before you go on to the next one <laughs> that I just thought of as you were playing that? Speaking of misconnections... No. The the guy that, that okay, caused ahead. the accident reached out to me, like, a week after... And he was... Was it through, um... That's a missed connection. I missed you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. You were the guy that hit my mattress, sir. <laughs> 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 no, but that would have been amazing. No, he, he okay. called me because he, you know, had my phone number from the police report. Yep. And he basically called. He was Asian. He didn't speak very good English. But he called to say, you know, basically his voice, I didn't answer. I, rec- you know, I didn't recognize the number, but I saw that it was like a Birmingham, Alabama phone number and just right. let it go to voicemail. And his voicemail basically said, hi, Mr. Jensen, this is so-and-so, the Asian that hits you. <laughs> like, that, I found it funny that that's how he labeled himself, was the Asian that hits you. Um, you know, and just basically left a message apologizing for the accident. Where did he catch you? But, uh... <laughs> You know, as a disappointment, I'm the one that hit you. He was like the Asian that hit you. So, <laughs> it wasn't on the police report, but I am. <laughs> yeah, right. I am Wang Lee. Yeah. So let's let's get to the next one. That's a missed connection. I missed you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. Can I say not? Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Green Pond, October fourteenth. To the woman with a nice ass and beautiful camel toe. You came in to eat lunch with a man and a small girl. Had another couple with you. I'm sure you had to know your pussy was showing. <laughs> wow. I'm sure you had to know. If you've seen this ad... Remember when we were going to tone it down a little bit? Continue. If you've seen this ad, tell me what color tights you were wearing in the subject line to weed out spam. So, again, somebody hitting on somebody that had a child with them. Right, and they were with, like, their husband and had another couple with them. It's like a girl went to brunch, and this guy's like, your tights were too tight. I love your camel toe. You looking at me? Yeah, I'm looking at you, too. (laughs) I mean, just the desperation. Oh, God, I don't think I can get through this next one. We should Uh, have, like, one of the interns read it. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. You gotta come over and read it into the microphone. Come here and read it on the mic. Turn the mic on, dude. Turn the uh, the one that doesn't have a blue button, blue going. 
Hang on, hang on. Let's get a mic a mic test from her. Wong. Talking to this thing. Talking to this thing right here. Can you talking to it? Just say hello. Hello. Did anybody hear that? I did not know. Did you all the blue are on there? It's blue, it's on. It's a misconnection. Now I'm gonna have that song in my head. Nothing. Alright, just use my mic. I got a hot mic. Oh, just there you go. Can, you, can I hear you? This is weird. Can I hear you? You good? I can hear her. Alright, here we go. That's a misconnection. I miss you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. Say it's from Dallas. From Dallas. <laughs> you want me to read this? Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is horrible. The host can't read it. The intern can't read it. I can read it if you want me. Dead air is not good um, listening. <laughs> What's the title? <laughs> Oh, give it to me. I'll read it. Uh, it's called... It's called She Asked Us to Take This Part Down. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to read it. It was pretty graphic. Um, mostly not going to read it because I don't know where it is and I want to hurry up and get this show up. Um, oh, wow. Looks like it took her a while to read this. we got some dead air to fill. Uh, thanks for listening so far. Uh, I think the end of this show gets pretty bad. I'm sorry about that. That was probably my fault. It was my fault. A little vulgar. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Holy smokes, it took her forever to read this. Um, follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Pilsner Podcast. Almost there. Almost there. And there. <laughs> wow, what a great line. <laughs> okay, so basically... <laughs> uh, what a line. What? Guy walks up and accidentally catches... Um, Dude giving, like, old man giving a blowjob to a young guy. <laughs> old man runs away. <laughs> I'll finish. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I'll have another. <laughs> sounds Thank like you a, so much for that being my first on-air thing. Sounds like a scene from The Room. Tell me what I was driving. <laughs> In the color adult jumpsuit you were wearing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's a good one. That was interesting. <laughs> I saved the worst for last. I always do. <laughs> I thought you meant there was a worse one coming. No, like I you had another that, one that was the last one. I always find the most gross one that I save it for last because it's funny. And then um, we make the interns read it. That's actually a great idea. Megan's on idea. next week. Yeah, yeah next week. doing that again. Next week, Megan's reading it. No. Okay, so are, are we not discussing that? That's a misconnection. I don't know I miss what you in the real world, so I connect to you via web. Ah! I just walked into this thing, this thing pulled that spider's on me! It's not a spider web, it's a worldwide web. That was misconnections. I don't have much to add to that one. That was it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah.
hey, we don't dude, have- it's tough. Like you read them to yourself, and you're like, okay, that'll be fine, that'll be fine. And then once there's people here, you start reading it, and you can't stop giggling. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, let's take thirty seconds and come back and do picks. And now we're about to get to the boring picks. However, this week, um, we get to vote on the, or pick the Thursday night game. Because we're recording tonight on a Wednesday. I was going to say, why don't we have the game on? But that's right, it is Wednesday. (laughs) And this game is so garbage. Corey, why are we not recording tomorrow? Because I got stuff going Uh, on. Oh, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Because you're going to grandma. Dick. (laughs) <laughs> you guys are assholes That is the funnest text I'd ever been a part of I just watched you two go And you baited him so fucking hard <laughs> I'm gonna post screenshots of that group text It was well, pretty funny And I knew where he was going But it was kind of like Okay Andy I'll play along oh, Screenshots are gonna go on Instagram for sure That was the funniest thing Go find him there Yep <laughs> I'll play along with you Andy I know you were just setting yeah. me up So you can say something fucking smart ass Asshole. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like you never do that, Corey. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I tried to get you. Definitely going. didn't do that this morning. I tried getting you going this morning, and you just wouldn't play along. I Thank thought I played along pretty good. You did play along fairly well, but it's always fun being the devil's advocate on there. But I get disappointed because you just don't. No, Corey. I I legitimately felt bad. Like. Two nights ago, I'm like, "Oh, good, you should." I feel like we're just ripping on Corey, and he thinks we're doing it for real. No, that's he fine. knows we like him, right? And Megan's like, "Dude, you're fine." Yeah, why? She's, why do you have that like of, misconception? Like, yeah, I almost didn't. Like, come, I almost didn't come here tonight because of it. That oh, word. That, oh, don't like, say shit like that. Don't you, say shit like that. You have like a worry <laughs> in your head about. Yeah, like, like teasing good friends. I like, mean, oh my god, did you take it the right way? No, it's just like mm-hmm. Corey. He never rips back on like group sex. We just rip on him, and he's like, "You guys are fucking dicks." <laughs> and then we go on Twitter, and he's like, "Yup, yup, we're at, <laughs> those guys are assholes." It's like, okay. And then I don't actually see you until That's, a couple that, of days later. I'm like, God damn it! I don't know what's going on. I thought that was my role in the whole situation. <laughs> so like, Andy and I are under the group text, and I was playing the liberal side of the argument yesterday, and I bounced back and forth just because it makes life more entertaining on the group text. And like, all of a sudden, I was getting liberal snowflake and the name calling. So I kind of pointed out Andy this morning. I'm like, wait a minute, why aren't you like? Calling me a Republican and a Tea Partier and all this, and I was trying to get Andy baited in because well, he went the other way. He like he'll play both sides, but it's harder to get a reaction out of me as it is to get a reaction out of the Republican friends on the group text. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'll, I'll I'll react, just not in a political way. Right, and Andy, guys discussing Andy, Roy Moore or what the fuck. Uh, no, we were discussing Donald Trump's tweet. That's it? I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Move on. Okay. Well, you asked. Um, Thursday Night Football, Broncos at the Colts. Now, wait a minute. Do I have to proofread this, Tim, to make sure that you've got all the games correct? <laughs> Holy shit, was that bad last week. I was terrible. Uh, you should have seen the panic in his face. No, this I could week, hear it in his voice. 
I will be honest. I had to. I don't know who that is. I had to switch home and away on this one to get it correctly. I was like, wait a minute. After I had finished everything, I go. I had to switch home and away. <laughs> Why don't they have like the NFL just have like a pick them sheet you can PDF you can download. They probably do. I don't think they I do. S- I would say they do. They're probably I, not looking in the right place. And always the home team is the one on the right or the one on the bottom. Doesn't matter. Dude, the guy who loses the most is telling me this. I win the most. Well, okay. That's great. The hey, guy, the only reason you guys I don't the only reason I got last that. last week is because I really wasn't paying attention because I was driving in a snowstorm. No, on a mountain. No, no. Don't feel bad for you. I didn't expect you to. Not even a little bit. Uh, Broncos at Colts Thursday night football. <laughs> this game is so fucking garbage. It is. I hate Thursday night football altogether. Get rid of it. But I will take the Broncos. Broncos. I took the Colts. Interesting. Where's the game? At Indianapolis. Jesus Christ. The turd. You wrote the turd. <laughs> you said the third. <laughs> Jesus, you calling me the turd now? I'm just going to call him Trey. What a downgrade. From the third to the turd. All right. Uh, bears at Lions. I'll take the Lions. Lions. <laughs> oh, you got that stupid, <laughs> that's fucking front row sympathy. I got it. I yeah, I did. saw her. I know you did. I know you did. I took the Lions as like, well. Mm. Chargers travel to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Uh, we did we all pick the Jets last week, and then the Chiefs ended up like it's winning right below you. If you pull, I think last I picked the picks. Chiefs. No, I picked the Jets. Yeah, we all picked the Jets, yeah. and then the wait a minute. Oh, I know why we're hearing that. Those are texts rolling in. Yeah, from who? His wife. That was I didn't mean to send that to you. What? Interesting. I wonder what it said. I'm gonna read it on air. I didn't. I'm gonna read it on air. Fuck yeah! That's all it said. Wait a minute. (laughs) I don't know what it meant, but you can't even read. Oh yes. The Raiders played the Chiefs last week. Why did I think the Jets? Uh, And you did pick the Chiefs, and me and Tim both picked the Raiders, but the Chiefs. One handily. Yep. Yes, they did. That's yep. why I picked the Chiefs this year. And the week. Chiefs are weird. So yeah. Like, they are. They're like the Raiders this year. No, they're still the Chiefs. Uh, I don't know exactly what that means. I mean, like, the Raiders are so up and down because, like, Derek Carr could have a back injury, but he might not. Amari, Co- Amari Cooper might drop a shitload of balls or he might catch all of them. That's true. What that's I was gonna that's s- what I meant. What Sorry. I was going to say about the, Chief, the Chiefs is that, like, the games that they have lost. There's only, like, one real legitimate loss in there. All the rest of them on their big, like, skid were, like, kind of like coin flips where it came down to, like, one play, and but they lost them all. And Andy Reid makes stupid choices. He does. I mean, he gave over the play playmaking to someone else. Well, and I talked about it on my solo show when they did had you? that. <laughs> he no. did. They basically lost that game they, on that. They Kels, had a, like, th- a third and whatever, and they... Put in Kelsey at the QB and a Wildcat play. It's like what? Stupid. Wildcat's the dumbest play in football. Well, especially when you put like your tight end. Yeah, especially when you use the tight end as the Wildcat. (laughs) I mean, let's put a left tackle back there for God's (laughs) sake. John Randall comes out of retirement. Right. 
<laughs> Bryant McKinney. <laughs> he blocked me on Twitter a long time ago. Uh, Chargers at the Chiefs. I am taking. I'm writing that down for next week. This game is basically to decide the AFC West. The AFC right? West, I'd imagine it's getting down there. Um, I'm going to take. I didn't hear the matchup I was writing down. Bryant McKinney. Block me on Twitter. <laughs> Just to bring it up next week. So did uh, Bernard Berrien. Uh, Chargers at Chiefs. I'm going to take the... I'll take the Chiefs. I already Chiefs. took them. Yeah. Um, we want Chiefs. So did Bernard Berrien. Did you say that in passing? I don't give a fuck about Bernard Berrien. <laughs> why do you care about him? Brian McKinney. That's what I want to talk about. I don't know why. Patrick Rusi also blocked me on Twitter. Okay, we should... Let's do next week who blocked us on Twitter, because I got a lot of them. Yeah. I've got many. I got about ten of them. I wish you could like find them. Like, wish you could like easily like go in and be like, "Who's blocked me on Twitter?" and like get a list of all of them. Usually, I only the only reason I find out is because Doug Benson blocked me on Twitter. He's one. I'm one of his biggest fans in the world. Well, you must have pissed him off. Oh my god, I pissed him off. Do you know what you did to piss him off? Exactly what I did to piss him off. I know exactly what I did, and he has since stopped doing what he was doing that pissed me off. That and he goes, yeah, everyone seemed to be mad about that. And he blocked me because of it. So like, so what was it? He did a segment called um, Side Boob Sunday where girls would tweet in pictures of their side boob. Okay. And I go, oh, my God, this one looks kind of creepy. Because it did. And okay. He, and he sends me a DM. Hope that was worth getting blocked for. Oh, he DM'd you too, huh? Mm-hmm. Jeez, what a tool. I got his fucking autograph which right did, over there, hanging on the wall. I'm like, I'm like the biggest fan ever. I have like all which of his albums. Which to DM on you, he also had to follow you first, right? No. Although you have to follow somebody to be able to DM them. I don't think it works in that case. Like once you get to like over, like he had like half a million followers oh, okay. at that point. So like I took the Pilsner podcast account that I made, and I'm like, yeah, we're gonna follow Doug Benson just so I see what's going on. So, uh, Roycey blocked me because when he and "Quote unquote," broke the news that Paul Molitor was going to be the manager of the Twins. I was like, uh, "Shouldn't you be giving credit to Meat Sauce for breaking that news like three weeks ago?" He blocked me. Uh, Bryant McKinney, I he was like posting pictures of him out clubbing, and he was having a terrible season. And I'm like, "Don't you think you should be working on your game as opposed to out like chasing hoes?" And he blocked me. And Terrell Owens didn't block me for telling. I he and, quit the challenge. And Bernard Berrien uh, blocked me because I basically made comments about his shitty play. He, like tweeted at him like, "How yeah. come you're so awful?" I um I got blocked by Marie from the challenge for telling her how much I dislike her and how much like you're a cancer to the show and all that. So she blocked me. She's like, "Yeah, I get it. That makes sense." But then um. Terrell Owens is on Champs versus Stars this year, and he quit. And I just wrote to him, quitter. <laughs> and he didn't block me, so I mean, so why did he quit? Um, because CT and him gotten you know CT from the challenge. I do. Yeah, he, he they got into an argument over um, uh, C, um. T.O. was like, basically, don't fucking talk to me throughout this entire show. I don't want to fucking talk to anybody. And it was a weak challenge. It was like, um, it's champs versus... So he came in So they film it, like, domestically. They film it in L.A. 
So he did he you say he was like no one talked to me. So did he come in there with like this whole like I'm a big star attitude. Don't anybody any right. of you right. lowly MTV B right. level celebrities right. talk to me? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he came into that and then it then when it came time to like all sit down and talk about who are you going to nominate and all that stuff and I don't know what happened, but basically him and CT got into an argument, and he, he basically goes, Oh, you're fighting with me? Now I'm allowed to talk to you? Can I respond to you? Can I talk to you now? Like, am I allowed to speak with you? And then, like, it got it got escalated, and CT just goes, Hey, don't be yelling at me. It's not my fault you fucking blew through $70 million, and now you're bankrupt. Like, it's not my problem. I you saw like this. something about that. <laughs> it was one of the best things ever. It was super funny, but I'm like... This point in the challenge is like it's weak as fuck. We we didn't even watch last night. Like, so did then. So then he after that like Tio he just got walks off. Quit. He just walked off. He's like I'm done after that argument. Yeah, because see, okay, so Tio was doing this thing where he would like put his two pointer fingers up above and make the crying face like hmm 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 while CT was talking like explaining why he was going to nominate somebody and he's like excuse me excuse me you know like what's going on you know like you're responding to me but I'm not I'm not allowed to talk to you the, the great TO you know all that so interesting yeah it was it was fucking dumb i don't know that whole I don't know. They do this whole thing for charity every year. It's like champs versus blank. It's not good. Andy, do you have any celebrities that have blocked you on Twitter that you're aware of? No, I'm not active on Twitter. So okay. um, Martha reason- Stewart follows me on Twitter. Cool. If we're gonna go that route, the only reason I found out them people <laughs> blocked me is because like they like somebody else that I follow retweets theirs, and then it says the tweet is not available. So then like you click on it, and be like, well, what's this? And then it's like you are blocked from seeing so and so's tweets. I um today actually um was looking for a band. You, me, everyone we know. I was looking for them on Twitter because they have this like. They pressed one of their records to vinyl. That's the only time they've ever done it. They only made 36 copies, and it was like a lo- like a lottery to try to get a copy. And I, I got one today. And I had complained to them earlier in the week because they were only releasing six at a time. I'm like, you fucks. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> and it was the last day, and I got one. And I was about to write back to my, you know, complaints... And like, thank you so much. Like, I fucking got one. I was super excited. And I found out they had deleted their account. They deleted their Facebook. They deleted everything. They're like, they're going to anonymity. But for a second, I'm like, did they get mad at me? Because, like, they had responded and spoke with me earlier. Like, listen, treat it like a lottery. Like, I can't afford to do a full-on vinyl pressing. But like, this lath cut is a certain way of doing vinyl that's cheaper. He's like, I can can afford this. Um... Don't fucking, you know, sell your shit on eBay, you know, basically. Yeah. But I actually ended up getting one. Like, I logged in at noon when they went on sale. I'm like, holy shit, I got one. <laughs> so I went to be like, hey, thank you so much. I ended up with one. And then now they just they disappeared. Were gone. They're gone. I'm hey, like, the Eagles are playing the Giants this week at New York. Great segue. Who do we think is going to win that game? The Eagles are uh, going with uh, Nick Foles at the quarterback, I believe. Football. Football. Eagles. I'll take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles as well. Uh, do you guys, what do you think, uh, how far do you think the Eagles are going to go now without Carson Wentz? That's interesting. I think the, uh, I think the Vikings have no issue getting to the NFC North. 
or I mean like uh, NFC Championship game. Sorry. We beat the Saints. There's no reason to think we shouldn't beat the Eagles with a Carson Wentz. No Carson Wentz. I think even if we end up with the number two seed, we're going to play in the NFC Championship game at home because I think that somebody else will beat the Eagles prior to them getting to us. Like I still think the, that I think, would be ideal. Okay, look at the roster of the potential like um, three through six seed in the NFC. Look at their quarterback possibilities. Um, like there's Cam Newton, pretty good quarterback, mm-hmm. been in the Super Bowl before, mm-hmm. MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been there. Uh, Matt Ryan, um, he's mm-hmm. been to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl before. Mm-hmm. I think did did he win MVP last year? I don't know. He's pretty good. Although twenty three three. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Russell Wilson. He's uh, also won a Super Bowl before. Um, fairly decent quarterback. Um, a guy named Aaron Rodgers is still in the hunt. I don't know if we've heard of him no, before. Not familiar. Um, Buddy, you're really doing the Aaron Rodgers thing. Uh, he is. He's in the hunt. I mean, look at the fucking standings. They're in the hunt. I'm just saying, like... The well, they had to beat the Browns in overtime last week. He wasn't playing. I know, but like their team is yeah, but they need apart. they need He's to win out and they need help. But I get what you're saying. All They're I'm still looking tech, is yeah. like look at the quarterbacks that like any of the first two seeds. What if we end up one seed or two seed? It's not the conference semifinal. It's not going to be an easy game. We're going to be going up against legit quarterbacks. Okay, Corey. Why Why would you call me Corey in that situation? Uh, because he picked the Vikings to win, like, three games. Okay. At the I did of the not. Anyway. <laughs> and, 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 and the Eagles and the Cor- and the Eagles and the Corys, the Eagles and the Vikings <laughs> are going to have Nick Foles and Case Keenum as their quarterbacks. I'll take Case Keenum up against any of them quarterbacks. Well, that you Nick Foles, I know, I know. But like any Nick day? Foles at the- any day. Any day, like all, all, like, all of the days. Yep. Like murder was the case. <laughs> I like how you go all of the days. Yes, like from like 2011 until like 2022, like all of those days. Yep, you're gonna be like Case Keenum over all these guys. What yep. about when we're dead and they're both dead? Yep. Who do you well, pick? Those days, except for when Case Keenum was with the Rams. As long as he's in a Vikings uniform, because <laughs> I'm all about the Vikings. Okay. Hey, here's a. What do you think of the fact that right now the top three teams in the NFC? Are the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Rams? That's goofy. Currently, their quarterbacks it is are funny. Nick this is Foles, funny. Case Keenum, and it's Jared Nick Goff. Fo- okay, yeah, I know the Nick Foles thing is weird. to All me. guys that in the last three years were quarterbacks for Jeff Fisher at the Rams, and were awful for Jeff Fisher and in the Rams. It is hilarious. And now they're the quarterbacks for the top three seeds in the NFC. I mean, granted, Nick Foles is there by chance at this point. You know, he didn't get the team there. Do you but remember how good, like, Nick Foles was as a fantasy quarterback a couple of years ago? He was really good the yeah. year he took over for Vic. It's crazy to me, like, to think that, like, he's not going to be good again. Like, just give me my chance. I don't know what's going on out there. But you know what I'm saying. Like, Nick Foles just being like, just give me my chance. I think I can do this. I think he can. Like, Jared Goff is out. I think he it just, it just rolls on without Jared Goff. Like, the same way it did with... No Sam Bradford, Case Keenum steps up. Carson Wentz, you're thinking, not not Jared Goff. Sorry, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. Just but but you get what Goff I'm saying. Goff was also like a number one overall pick, huh? Doesn't matter. Goff in what I'm right. saying. Right. 
was the number one overall pick. He was. So hopefully he'd like struggle a little bit in his first year and then you know improve. Yeah, I agree. I just think it's funny that it is. It's I do get Goff and Wentz mixed up a lot lately. But um, Sorry I about that. I think that. Apologize. I think that somebody's going to go into Philadelphia and beat the Eagles before they get to the NFC Championship. I see the Vikings getting the number two seed. I think the Eagles will still get the number one seed just based on or so one of these the quarterbacks season. is going to beat them. Like it's going to be one of them quarterbacks will beat them. We're going to have home field advantage basically all the way through being the number two seed. We're going to play in the Super Bowl at home. I really do think that. I honest no, I don't know about the Patriots. I know you're doing a whole bit here where you're smiling when you say that. I really do think we're going to end up in the Super Bowl this year. How are you going to pick against the Patriots from the AFC? I don't know. Did you see Tom Brady on Monday night? He said in the Super Bowl, not win. Right? I don't know. I said, yeah, I said we're going to play against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. We'll win the Super Bowl, too. I mean, that's a given. Bobby's pretty excited because Giselle. Stop smiling like that. That's what I'm saying. Giselle's going to be in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. We all get to bet her. Tim's right. That's the whole bit, right? We all get to bet her if That's she the comes whole to bit. Minneapolis. Every, every dude is like, oh. <laughs> There's a hot girl. The quarterback's dating a hot girl. Oh, she's coming. She's coming. Point to your, your notepad there. Oh. Gotcha. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back. Let's do this. Let's Wait, finish up what's the, the loot crate? Um, the Ravens at the Browns. <laughs> um, go ahead, pick, skip next one. Are the Browns going to win a game? I would feel like the Ravens would be the one they do it at. But I thought I it was going to be last week. I don't care. I'll never bet against, or I'll never bet with Three the Browns Three games last? Week. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens. What would you give me? The Browns to win a game. Two to one? You give me two to one, I'll take the Browns. No, this isn't how the bet works. No, you pick who you want to pick, dude. No, I'm saying the Brown. You said are the Browns going to win a game? Oh, so you're just talking side bet? Yep. I'd want to see who they have remaining on their schedule. I mean, that's blind. I would like to see that too, but I'm not seeing that. Nazi. Nazi that. Um, I'm saying they won't win a game. And I'm saying they will win a game. I need two to one, though. I'll give you one and a half to one. I'll take that bet on how many, how many dollars? 20. Sounds good. So one and a half to one. So my 20 to 30. You, yeah, my 30 to your 20. Sounds good. Okay. Who are you taking in this game? The Ravens or the Browns? Ravens. Cardinals at the Redskins. Who is the Cardinals quarterback? Would you believe that? Drew Stanton? That's what I was thinking, too. Was he a Yankees third baseman? Yep. I'm going to take the Redskins because they're at home. Yeah, I go with the Washington football team. Yeah, me too. Panthers hosting the Packers. Panthers. Aaron Rodgers. Panthers. Yeah, yeah with, with Aaron Rodgers. I'm taking the Panthers. This is the one week where we all I wanna see I'm I wanna see some drama. I wanna see Aaron Rodgers just kinda kick some ass. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. So you think that the Packers can go into Carolina and win when the Vikings went into Carolina and lost? 
But, like, look how shitty the Vikings played. Look, shitty. Everything went for us in that game, and we still almost won. Everything went against us, and we still almost won, is what yes. you meant to say. Yeah. How right. shitty and for us. How shitty things went for us. Right. And the and Packers are awful. But they have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but he's we've just got, coming we, off we've of got a Case Keenum. Collarbone. OMG. Okay, I put you down for the Packers. That's fine. Green right? Bay Packers. Uh, Jets Packers. at the Saints. Saints. I'll take the Saints as well. All three of us take the Saints. Boring. Yeah, boring picks. Uh, Dolphins at the Bills. This should. Did, okay, mm-kay. can we talk about the Bills for a second? Yeah, no shit. Did you see that <laughs> game last week? Can we talk about the snow game? Yeah, that was awesome. It that was, was amazing. Uh, they had like the ball boys out clearing spots for kicking. I oh, liked. Did you, you see like the refs chase them off the field? Yeah, they were like, no, you can't be out here. <laughs> like, get all, away, you kids. <laughs> did you see like the memes? Like the people were putting like Chewbacca in the background of those things. <laughs> I they were putting like Star Wars snow figures. But did you woolly s- mammoths? Did you see the strategy where after they did all that, the um, who are they playing against? Um, well, the Colts. The because, it? yeah, because Vinatieri lost, lost a bunch of money game. because it was the, such the, a bullshit game. Uh, the Bills should have jumped off sides against the Colts, so they would actually had to kick closer, but they wouldn't have time to clear off the field again. Would have been kicking out of the snow again. Yeah. Yes. That would have been a genius move. Right. But did you see any of the other moves where they were just, like, kicking and they were just, like, eh, good. Like, nobody saw if it was good or not. Like The kick itself are you talking about? Oh, just all the kicks. Like, there was just a kicking game. Like, that's how all the points were scored. No, they weren't. Okay. What? What was know. the final score of that game? Wasn't uh, it? 13-7. to 7. Yeah, right. It was two touchdowns, and then they got the touchdown in overtime. Yeah. Shady did. I don't know. I, um, watched, I watched the game via Barstool Sports Twitter. But he account. missed. He missed a couple field goals. Yeah, I think right. There was a couple missed field goals, and on the extra point that tied the game. Did you see that kick? No, I did not. Okay, so the cle- we had a different CBS game in our market. It sucked. I didn't get to watch that. That's the one I wanted to watch. I only, no, I only the Vikings were on CBS. They switched over to it after the Vikings game got over. They didn't even switch to it. Oh. Okay, so for. And this is the drama that I wasn't quite privy to because I'm the same with you. I only saw some highlights. Um, the Colts scored a touchdown at the end to hopefully tie the game. They, the Bills had seven points up. And they had some kind of, they converted the two-point conversion, but there was some kind of like very controversial call where they ruled it. In, they ruled it no, no good. No, no good. Right. But not no good, but like they still got to do the extra point. Right. But there was a penalty on it where, so they cleared off all the space. Like Tim said, they had the ball boys out there kicking out fucking the grass and shit, so Vinatieri could get a good spot. They should have jumped off sides to do it, but they didn't. And then he kicked the field goal. But when he kicked it, it was literally a good ten yards right of the goalpost, so that like when the Bills saw the kick, they turned around and started like. Jumping up and down, but the the wind was so strong that it pushed it over. Oh, it pushed it over. Like he was <laughs> playing the wind so hard. <laughs> That's insane. So, and then we have the Dolphins uh, are playing the Bills. I don't think it's going to be another snowstorm, but uh, the Dolphins coming off a big win against the Patriots. 
Who are you guys taking? I think I'm going to take the Dolphins. Dolphins at Bills? Dolphins at Bills. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Um, Bills. Do we, do we get more Lake Effect Snow? Like, Jesus Christ. I know, right? Lake Effect Snow is the craziest thing. I don't fucking know what to do anymore. Um, I'll take the Dolphins, too. Bills. It's Bills. It's easy pick. I'll take the Dolphins. Uh, Texans, my favorite AFC team. What? Yeah, why? Oh, no, sorry. (laughs) It's like, did he get cut and re-added to a different practice I was reading down two lines. Uh, (laughs) Texans taking on the Jaguars. Where do the Texans fall in your favorite? Um, They're about my 17th favorite. Okay. There. I get that joke. (laughs) I was seeing if anybody caught on. There aren't 17 teams in the AFC. Right. Uh, Taking on the Jaguars. Tim's right. not even paying attention anymore. I took um, the Jaguars. No, fuck off. I'm listening. I, just go, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I took I, the Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, I'll take the Jaguars. Uh, Rams at Seahawks. That could be a good game. I think so, be. too, be because Todd Gurley was insane last week. Um, I will take Rams. Yeah, I'll take the Rams, too. Ooh, pressure, Corey. I'm going to take the Seahawks yeah. at home. Got to find your pot, your spots to pick different. Yeah, it worked for me last week. I mean. Driving through that lake effect snow. You, what? <laughs> that was not lake effect snow. Mountain effect snow. It was a joke because we were just talking about lake effect snow. That John Denver's full of shit, man. Hilarious. I did have to drive down a mountain that was like sheer ice. That was a little sketchy. Better than driving up a mountain. That's true. I probably wouldn't have made it up. Uh, Titans, my favorite AFC team at the 49ers. That's a sound bite. Um, yeah, it is. I know. That's why I looked at you. <laughs> yeah. um. <laughs> I just realized what I said. <laughs> You're like, I never made it up. <laughs> uh, 49ers, easy. Jimmy Garoppolo's the man. He's the most beautiful quarterback in the NFL. Okay. Well, the chicken claw. The chicken Based claw. Based off of your guys' take, I'll take the 49ers. Okay. What? This is crazy. All three of you guys on the 49ers? Pa- we differed on How many like games three- have the 49ers won this year? Two? Two. Three. And we differed on like three games last week. And Patriots and at Steelers. The Titans I'll take the are Patriots. currently a playoff team, and we're taking the 49ers. I'll take the Patriots regardless. I said 49ers first before you two did, so that's on you guys. What's the next game? Steelers hosting the Patriots. Yeah, I'll take oh the my Patriots God, a game. Re- regardless of how good the Patriots are or the Steelers are and how much the Patriots sucked last week. Gronk's coming back. It's the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots. Like, Ben's going to run out of luck this week. I took the Steelers. You did, huh? I did. That game I, last, the Steelers game last week was bananas. The yes, Steelers was. just don't, yes, it was. the Steelers don't lose at home. It's in the, it's in New England. No, it's at Steelers. According to Tim, it's, it's at the Steelers. According to Tim's deal here, it's oh, at Jesus. Steelers. Look it up on your phone right now. I guarantee you, it's at Steelers. I'm not Well, wrong. he looks that up. Let's talk about the Cowboys and the Raiders. <clears throat> I'll take the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Raiders. Good. <laughs> I am going to go with Raiders and who? Cowboys. 
Raiders, the home team. Cowboys. Cowboys. All right, Monday night, the Falcons travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. The Bucks. that's short for Buccaneers, Corey. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we've been through yeah, this. It's in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take Atlanta. I'm going with the Patriots. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to take the Falcons to beat yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks. that's short for Buccaneers, Corey. Just yep. want to say it one more time. Do you know that Las Cruces is Spanish for the crosses? It's false, but uh, go ahead. It's 66 degrees in Nebraska and Kansas and New Mexico. And no matter where I am, it's 66 degrees. I'm going to go with... Oh, i got to pick something different. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because we're really fucking close right now, so no, you don't. Whisper into your ears. Box. Herpes. Doing it. All right, and the final game that we're going to talk about, the Bengals travel to U.S. Bank Stadium, Valhalla, to take on (laughs) the Vikings. I am going to take the Vikings in a route. I think this is going to be the Vikings, like, biggest victory of the year. You've been there since day one, and I can't not disagree with you at this point. You know, I, I'm going to go with the Vikings to win this one. You've been right every other time. Every time we bring up the Vikings this whole season, you've been like, the Vikings are going to go to the Super Bowl. And you know what? I'm with you. I'm buying I'm buying into it, the Kool-Aid, you know, like Super Bowl, Super Bowl, homeboy. You know, you know, that's what I'm doing. I'm glad you're on board, Tim. Yeah, fuck you. I'm assuming you took the Vikings as well, Andy. <laughs> I see that because you already wrote it down. I already you. wrote it down. So let's see. So we've got one... Uh, two, two, three. So I was at a bar watching the Vikings game last weekend, and everything like every time a good thing happened for the Vikings, a guy tried to do like the Baru, but it was the most awkward Baru. What the fuck is the Baru? Like the Baru, the gallery. Oh yeah, so we did. We got sick, and it was like a Baru. And I was like, what's going on? What's going on here? So I told you guys on on last week when I called in that I had gone into Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the game. That's correct. So I was wearing like this, basically this exact, exact same right stuff that I have now. on now with a sweatshirt. The funk so, so like when I first walked in and, and like I noticed the Packer so fans behind me right and then the, the, you know, the, the Falcons out, fans were behind me on this side. So, so I kind of initially did like the whole like... Billy Madison when he pulls up and he wants to like show off his REO Speedwagon shirt outside the school, you know, he pulls yeah, up and his, with the stroke from Billy Squire right. plane. So I'm like, you know, just kind of like doing this and like you just straight up pulling your tits out for the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, and then and it finally initially like lost the whole sweatshirt and stood proud as the only Vikings fan in the place until the third After quarter. they won, you were like, "Fuck yeah, buddy." Yeah. Just suck at signs. Yep. Crotch like chop in my way like out Like bar, bar did. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Didn't pay my tab on the way out either. Suck it, dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Didn't pay my tab. Didn't tip my waitress. That's right. <laughs> didn't that's, have my pet spayed or neutered either. That's how you do it, kids. <laughs> you know what, Corey? 
I fucking I like love how you. that's the one. Corey, I love like, you. I want you on my team if I ever go on Family Feud. Just because of what you just said. Thank you so much. Perfect. You, fuck you. Because you disagree with me on my football takes and you're usually right. All right, this has been episode 18. Uh, you know where to find us on social media. Go out and tell your friends about us. We need more listeners. At Hijack, Podcast. Hey, the holidays are coming up. Hijack Grandma's phone and subscribe to our podcast on your Set Grandma's phone. Set it to auto-download. Yes.